my cousin be putting me up on some good tequila. You know what? Uh, the one cousin that always fuck with a coffee, her brother. That's all that nigga drink. Good ass, expensive ass tequilas. Man. Motherfucker been recording this whole time. Oh shit, we well, deleted the first uh, seventeen <laughs> minutes of that motherfucker. <laughs> we on here like so that <laughs> right? Yo, titties, titties, titties. <laughs> Uh, oh man, welcome back ladies and gentlemen to episode 357 of This Week in Culture I'm your host Ant Wood, aka Trinidad and aka yeah, one half of the culture 357, get loose Yeah, They don't know nothing about that Oakland shit, man uh, Y'all already know what it is, man, your favorite podcast, favorite pod I'm here with my brother Jay, what up though? What up though, it's your man Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything And I know what you're thinking Finally, my favorite podcast is spending time with me What's popping? Oh shit! Hold up! I just realized it's the black hoodie boys in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Big gang shit. Back up town, baby Lennox Ave. My boy A's on road. It's only right for three five seven. Oh. 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 Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's it. We ain't gonna do too much. (laughs) Any girl ever met that? Every girl you have met? (laughs) (laughs) Even. Even Miss Taylor, like Miss <laughs> <laughs> Berthoon, like no, oh shit. I was trying to find motherfucking uh, three Juice five I seven. It looked like this motherfucker dude. is cold going mad. They don't want to go cold going mad on Apple. They tripping. There we go. Come on, come on. And they better not take us down for this. Come on. I don't know about that Oak Town 5357, man. Yo, that was basketball rims and shit. Come on, man. Oh, man. Um, Yo, man. Yo, remember music videos used to be fun? Remember music videos? Well, they they make them. I know they make them, but don't they have no staying power? Like you'll see the video on the timeline for like some clips, and then you might never see it again, bro. So what I found out is depending on how the age of the person, mm-hmm. niggas put on something for their favorite rapper, and they just let YouTube go. Just let the algorithm algorithm. Yeah, it be in the background, you. just just going. I'd be like, yo, how this song got X amount of? Because they be on different people playlists and yeah, shit yeah. like that. I'm like, yo, this. That's wow. Like, even on some like recent shit, what's his name? Music video was hard as hell. Uh Drake and J. Cole, first person shooter. The video was super tough. I saw that shit on the timeline one time. I've never seen it again. But it was tough as fuck. Nigga. We live in a different world because we used to live for the music. Yo, remember video, the bro? tank, the golden tank on the basketball court? Mm-mm. Man. Mm-mm. That video looked at fun. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Damn, man. Why Mystical did that? Like, all them times. Like, he kept doing it. Mystical, the only nigga that got out <laughs> and did it right back. And did I right. do it? Like, <laughs> fucking right, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Here I go. He literally told you where he was at. Yo. Come up. <laughs> also, all right. I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you anyway. You had to eliminate one of these things. Like, you could literally never listen to one of these things for the rest of your fucking life. Before you even ask the question, 
there was a point in my life where Mystical was my favorite rapper. Okay. So you can either eliminate all of R. Kelly's music or the clip of Mystical rapping Help the Bear. <laughs> One of them has to go and you can never listen again. Well, I feel like I've said Help the Bear so many times. <laughs> this is going to be wild, but I'm not kidding. Me. <laughs> I don't even listen to it that much. But like every once in a while, nigga needs a twelve play two thousand TP <laughs> one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve. That nigga sped through, let you know she was twelve years old. Anyway, wow. uh, <laughs> he had to get to play. The, he had to get to the twelve. Twelve play makes sense now. Hey, um, <laughs> I one hundred percent listen to the Help the Bear freestyle <laughs> more than any R. Kelly music right now, nigga. So sorry. And Mystical was, wins. Low key. It was a horrible freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was horrible. Uh, that nigga said, I'm cold like a lion with no hair. <laughs> For no reason. And he tried to act like it was off the dome. That's what made, like, nigga, he you act, wrote that. He also act like lions ever get cold in the desert, in the safari. Like. Here's the thing. Aren't, like... Like women, female lionesses don't have manes, my nigga. They not cold. How do we know that those lionesses identify as lionesses and not lions? Oh, come on now. Now you potting. You know now what I'm potting. saying? Because we never ask them lions or lionesses to identify themselves. And how he know the lions like have hair, nigga? I got to shave my shit. You know what I'm saying? The main don't mean you are a male lion. Yo, what if like male lions just cut their shit off just to like fuck with dogs? <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, we in it. That's called a trend. <laughs> yo. All right. Uh yo, uh this week, if you follow us on the socials as you fucking should, you already know what we on. We are back to review. Leave the world behind. Currently streaming on Netflix. Been out about a month now, month ish. Oh, before you do that, what's happening? Somebody had tagged us and was like, "Yo, I can't wait to hear what y'all got to say about this Cat Williams shit," because we did that Cat Williams pod on the Patreon. Yeah, you should be subscribed, audio and video. But and we also did it like thirty minutes after the like shit popped damn near off, real man. time. Yeah, now currently been a week. This morning, like five days, it's at 34 million views. Facts. It's the number two interview ever on, on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. It was the top three was Joe Rogan, yeah. It was, um, him and it was Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, Joe Rogan. The number one is Joe Rogan and Bob Lazar, okay. Bob Lazar, it has like 60 something million, uh, because he was talking about the UFOs and all yeah, that yeah, other yeah. shit like that. But Shannon Sharps is now number two. Wow. 34 million. Wow. And it's probably higher today because that was this morning when I looked. Okay. So it has taken on a life of its own. Uh, go subscribe to the Patreon um, audio only or video um, so you can either see or listen to. Because, you know, it'd be some shit over there that you just, you, you know. Who knew it was going to take on this life? Should we give the streets that? No, they got to get the Patreon. We don't want to entice them with it. Is there? <laughs> you can go get it. If you want to listen to it, <laughs> entice them. Hey, not. 
Go get that five dollar holler, that uh, that ten buck chuck, whatever you got, man. We got tears on y'all for whatever dollar point you at, whatever budget you set for New Year's. I mean, so you don't gotta keep it forever. Here's the thing: you can go get it for the month and then catch up on the a hundred catch up on all the content because there's hella content there. But you could definitely hear what me and Jay had to say about the Cat Williams shit live, right? Because a lot of shit happened after. You know what I'm saying? A lot of shit came out for Yay and Nay. On both sides for the for the cat for the cats he was talking about. A lot of people responded. Whole bunch of shit. But Cedric the Entertainer is gonna be here on on Saturday. Yeah, facts. Him and Chris Tucker, by the way. Well, separately, Chris Tucker gonna have to address the other thing. Well, we don't really have time for the Cat Williams right now. Like your name in some shit that you don't want your name in. So just get your name out of that first. Cool, Michael. Hey. Ain't it just a coincidence that Mike be with all the the weird niggas who do weird shit with you? all the people who are accused of doing weird shit with children? Mike is real cool with them. Yeah, and I, I get it that the everybody kid is not my son. Like I get it, they be like, "Yo, he didn't do that. It was them. It was the it was the day that was trying to set him up." But you you really cool with all the niggas who do all the weird shit with children allegedly? Yeah, that's yeah. just well, look, nigga. Uh, <laughs> 21 told y'all gang shit. That's all I'm on. Mike was the first nigga on gang shit. He told you he was crib. Fuck you him. seen the C's? What is going on with Donald Glover? Yo. Donald Glover and uh Lil Dog. Young Dog. Little Stranger Things. That's just this the strangest thing I've seen. No, this is wild. Um matter of fact, yeah, let's let's run through a couple of these little cultural things. Cause why they're playing Twenty One Savage in the fucking Twenty One Savage story, I'll never know, bro. Also, why do a nigga under thirty need three different versions of himself? <laughs> like my nigga, you look the same. <laughs> we only known you five years, my nigga. God. They better talk about Dr. York then They only knew you five months Besides you drink too much and smoke too many LL Cool J is a, a supreme hater nigga. <laughs> yo, but like Yo I wonder if they gonna talk about Dr. York Um Cause you know who yeah. Dr. York also teached Yeah Brother Polite <laughs> Yo This shit is called American Dream The 21 Savage Story Starring Donald Glover Um as older 21 Savage And then he got Caleb McLaughlin From Stranger Things As younger 21 Savage Gail Bean will be in it Shout out Gail Bean She probably Sh- gotta pay the mama she Shout got out to Gail Bean um, Will Smith in it uh, Dog in it Drewski So that's what let me know It probably won't be good um, Yeah Yeah Young Will Smith uh, From the Bel Air show uh, I can't think of Dog's real name But he in that Um yeah, the film focuses on 21 Savage's 2019 incarceration by the U.S. Immigration Customs Enforcement, also known as ICE. Why they got a movie about something that happened three years ago? <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I don't know why this is for real happening. I also don't know why Donald Glover is about to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like with the Asian lady, you seen that spin the drop? I heard that I, a while. So ago. I heard it a long time ago and thought it was like people just talking. It's finna come out like next month. <laughs> and it's like a real and here's the thing. I love the first Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I just thought it was a cool concept. Brad and Angelina, you left Jennifer Anderson because Angelina was that good of an actress. I like the vibes, nigga. But I don't know why Childish Gambino and them is finna do this again, dog. No. <clears throat> I don't think I've seen 
uh, Donald Glover, Donald Glover, Donald Glover, um, in an acting role, like not act good. Yeah, I think he's actually done a really good job in everything I've seen him in. Yeah. He's extremely talented, one hundred percent. When people bring up like, "Yo, these people are so," whenever everybody time they bring up Jamie Fox, yeah, I be waiting for them to bring up Donald Glover. Hey, can sing, rap, dance, and do comedy. Direct, do comedy, and act. He does them all. He's also directing this movie, the 21 Savage Joint, with his brother, Stephen Glover, who right now, Stephen Glover got a fucking... He got a a list. He got a catalog right now because he fucking with his brother. Now, like years ago, I saw... Like, I guess Donald Glover had like went on tour, a comedy tour. Mm -hmm. And like, he was like an arena. And like, he did a whole... It was like an hour and something. I'm like, yo, when did he start doing comedy comedy? Then like I never watched was it was it what, what? Uh, uh uh Thirty Rock I never watched the or no hold up no no Parks and Rec or something no 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 it wasn't Thirty Rock hold something on. on NBC he was yeah on. yeah yeah it was literally within that block hold on because I watched this shit it was a weird little show not Freaks and Geeks um Community okay Community that's what it was I didn't watch that but like yeah. some sitcoms to movies yeah to music. I mean, to rapping, to singing, and on the, to acting, on to, the comedy shit. Don't he play piano like, too or some shit? He, I'm sure he played mad instruments. On the comedy shit, he's of the um, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, like, tree. Like, he, them was, like, the mentors and shit back when he was doing community. Um, like, he's he's just an uber-talented dude, dog. I, I know that he has these moments where people just be like, yo, you weird. And I'm like... True. Hey, some of the most talented niggas in the world are weird as fuck, dog. And Donald Glover happens to fall in that bucket. The weirdest thing Donald Glover's ever done is play 21 Savage. Also, why is three different shades of 21 Savage? Fam, why is it three different dreads on 21? Nigga, it's three different uh, types of locks on 21 Savage, nigga. It's Donald Glover locks, Caleb McLaughlin, and then 21. I want to know is, who going to play DJ Vlad? Oh, man. Cause we don't know who Twenty One Savage is without DJ Vlad. That's on God. Like, so what's up with the cross? I mean, with the sword on your on your head? <laughs> it's, it's a, a knife. knife. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> it's uh, a knife. Some of the fucking weirdest shit in the world, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know why that's coming out. Um, I feel like there's some other shit coming out. Is Twenty One big enough to have a movie? I just want to know like what it's airing on. Also, though, I don't want to seem like I'm throwing shade at 21. No, no, um, no. Because I do like a lot, some of his music. Yeah. I was, uh, I don't know what I was watching. I was watching, you know who Vic Blends is? Yep. His content is amazing. He just goes around and just like, yo, can I bless you with a haircut? Yeah. And talk to life from the old and to like, the But it be dope. And it be a good cut. Yeah. yeah. But he did, he flew out to over across the pond. Okay. Um, to cut Twenty One Savage hair before his for his homecoming show. Okay. And um, so he did him whatever, whatever. And um, I don't know what arena they was in, but that shit looked crazy. But when he um did the joint with him and well, it was just him, but the joint with him and Drake, like yo, this shit cost a lot. Oh like, yeah. That motherfucker went crazy. Was it the O two? I have no he idea. Did, okay. But I'm like, yo. Sometimes you don't recognize like the impact that some of these artists like have yeah. all over the fucking world because I ain't never packed no fucking arena out when nobody wanted to hear anything I had to say. Yeah. So, yo, shit's crazy. Let me see if this was at the O two. 
Um. Oh yeah, it was at the O2 Arena. That's crazy. Damn, that's a big arena. Yeah, that, like U2 packs that out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Them type artists. Goddamn. Shout out to 21. And that crowd went crazy. Um. Also, more shit that's happening in the world that I don't really understand. Um. They're turning Purple Rain into a stage play, and they're gonna use the adaptation from the film as the inspiration for. The stage play, which will be directed by Tony nominee, Lelena Blaine Cruz. I'm telling you right now, Prince is gonna haunt you, nigga. He don't fuck with y'all. Uh, I'm a, I'm here for it though, because I I enjoy acting on stage plays and shit like that. Yeah. It be a, it's a it's a different that's a whole different bag, mm-hmm. and they don't usually bastard usually. Like bastardized like stage plays like yeah, that. yeah unless it's like some Tyler Perry type shit yeah um and I don't think they're going that route hopefully um, they're not going that route I'm not sure what they're gonna do I just know Prince spent his whole career telling y'all I don't fuck with y'all yeah. and like don't touch my shit and then now he's dead and like Mad albums is being released music being released now y'all about to turn my fucking most famous movie slash album into a, a stage play and I was talking I don't know. to a friend on um on Friday <clears throat> and I was like man I wish I was a Prince fan mm. cuz I'm not yeah and not because like I think you're bad at this this or that right. um I just never got into the music just wasn't your shit yeah I like never actively listened to it. like I don't like if somebody can somebody give me like a Prince playlist Oh, nigga, I'll sing like, you one right now. Yeah, cool. I got you. I hear how people talk about him. Yeah, on the music side, I was always fond of Prince because of his interviews because mm-hmm. he seemed like he his voice son, sounds exactly the opposite of everything of I see. Yeah, and yeah. but he was always on some real shit when yeah. I heard him talk and the conversations he has with people I admire and for whatever their talent is, they always have something good. Oh, yo, Prince told me. Yeah. Like now I was like, yo, um, I wanted to do a song with Prince. He asked me if I own my publishing, and I told him no. He stopped talking to me. Mm. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> he like, my nah, my nigga. I don't play that game. I don't, okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you don't own your shit, my nigga. Yeah. Like, because if I do this song with you and you don't own it, now who got my song? Yeah, it like, was, Prince uh, don't play them games, bro. It's a bunch of different stuff. I'm like, man, I, I like I missed that somehow. I, yeah. Like I, I, I don't, I didn't, I was not a part of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't hey. know, it'd be interesting, Prince. Tattooed slave on his face Like As a fuck you to the music industry <laughs> And like He wanted the masters with his masters Come on man Like that nigga wasn't playing with y'all dog Um That's funny coming from a nigga like Jay Z <laughs> Well let me <laughs> It's funny hearing other capitalists Say that they don't like capitalism Yeah You um I didn't watch any because I didn't know they were airing, but the Golden Globes happened last night. Yeah. Um a lot of a lot of our faves got some awards. Uh the Bear cleaned up. Mm. Um Io Etta Berry, she got her first uh Golden Globe. Happy for them, man. I feel like I feel like I know them people. Yeah. Like they like our homeboys or some now, shit. The Bear is easily through two seasons one of the greatest shows ever made. Um, and I say that proudly. I'll stand on that any day of the week. What I um, think it is, though, what's that? I don't want to take anything away from what you just said. Absolutely, I think 
it displays like raw emotion better than any of one of the other shows ever made. Yeah. It's not like the writing is so intricate or yeah. which it doesn't have to be. You yeah. can, it's there's a there's a, a, a art and a um a genius in having something very simple just be and laid simple, out for yeah. you. But like the acting on that show is just like so to your point about it, you know, being kind of leaning on acting versus like, you know, some crazy written script. Um, the episode where Marcus goes around fucking Denmark or wherever the fuck he was at. Easily one of the best things I've ever watched in my life. Like that was it was most whole, wholesome episode of TV I've ever watched, man. But then you feel like, man, look at my nigga Marcus dog, over here. Going, bro, when he started to figure out how to do the one pastry, he was man. But then you get episodes that are incredibly written like the fucking fishes episode for christmas which was just again an absolute body by everybody involved but like jamie lee curtis ran away with that motherfucker shout out to like the showrunners of course yeah but the director who directed that christmas episode man man. like in order for because like the whoever the director of photography was yeah because like you Somebody can tell you your vision, how they want things, mm-hmm. but it's up to you to actually pull that off. Yeah. And like, y'all hear you, but I think if we just do a close up and we have everybody, like, it was yep. amazing. Bro. Like, it was amazing. And it was like, it was small things on that one episode alone that was just like, okay, they in a bag. Like, if you rewatch that episode and you didn't pay attention, um, about halfway through, Jamie Lee Curtis's eyelash just kind of falls off and hangs on her cheek and it just sits on her fucking cheek. The whole rest of the episode. And it was like, it just showed you like the type of chaotic and those, shit that was happening in the house. A lot of things that they do, like they do a bunch of fast paced cuts mm-hmm. um, from, from food yeah, from here yeah. to here. And it like internally, it causes you a level of anxiety. Yeah. It makes it feel like your things are moving really fast because the way that I just cut from scene to scene. Yeah. So it, was, it adds stress yeah. to the viewer. Um, also, just kind of thinking outside of the acting, outside of the writing, outside of just sort of the the beautiful direction, right? Conceptually, it's just a different type of show. And no, it ain't it wasn't about sex. Mm-mm. It wasn't about murder. No drugs. No. Well, little drugs. Yeah, little drugs. Little here, drugs. Yeah. Um, um but no, it was just <laughs> it was so different than the norm. And here's the thing, to our point that it's only seven types of shows, the drama is the same drama that we see in a lot of the other shows that we watch, right? But the way that you present it, the, the way that this shit comes out to your table makes all the difference. And the bear figured out a way to package that same drama and put it under the umbrella of a fucking restaurant opening. Because, like, what? At the end of the day, like, yo, they somebody needs to accomplish a goal, take something from mm. very little to 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 the tip top, yeah. and either it's going to work or it's going to fail. And yeah. that's the premise. But the journey yeah. to that. It's like, yo. Because in real life, it's a show about fucking mental health and dealing with grief. Yeah. That's what it's about at the core. But when you when you mask it with the stress of a restaurant opening, dog, you can forget all about the mental health and grief for Mental health, grief, lack of communication, yeah. misunderstandings. Uh, I, I Like, it's, it's really yo, good. The bear is fucking beautiful, man. I didn't realize it was classified as a comedy. A musical slash comedy. So yeah. that's the category. So I learned that season one when it got uh, its nominations. and Because um, they put musicals and comedies in the together. same category for some reason. I'm like, is there not enough content for one that you can't separate? There needs to be a category, a legitimate category for dramedy. Yeah. 
Because that's what this is. There, because there were some funny moments. Yeah. Oh, boy, this candy. Oh shit, my bad. There were some funny moments. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, but some hilarious. Mo- Even when you go back to that Christmas episode, the stress of that. There were moments in that that were like genuinely fucking funny, dog. Like the the cousins, the like them niggas are really great. Going outside, shooting a couple of times in the air, and everybody coming the fuck down. Like, bro, we just talked about the drugs. My man doing fucking crack in the back of the restaurant on opening night. Like, yo, that was one of the most. Yo, I think he back there doing <laughs> dog. The laugh that I let out when he told her, he, yo, I think he back there doing crack. Like what, nigga? So it's it's funny, but this is definitely primarily a drama now. Um, seeing the show that took all the war- awards for dramas, Succession, in its final season. Uh, shout out to uh, Kieran Culkin, Macaulay Culkin, little brother. He played the one that peed in the bed in Home Alone. And now he out here winning all these motherfucking Emmys and, and Golden Globes and shit. But um, had it been categorized as a drama, it would have been up against that. And now, granted, I love when you got the Titans and the heavyweights going at it, right? That's what I love. I don't want to see. Don't give the Baron out by making him a musical slash comedy. But I feel like it's miscategorized. It should have been up there with all the other dogs. Because when you put it in that other category, it ain't another fucking show that you're going to list under musical or comedy that's better than that. Yeah. So well, put it in there with the dogs. What was What was... I didn't watch the Golden Globes uh, because I didn't know they were on. Yeah, because um, who knows shit be on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that. Um, shit just be on the socials. It don't be on TV, bro. Yeah, and I don't. It has to be hard advertising because how would you ever. If you're the Golden Globes, how would you find me? Yeah. Like, yeah. where? what would you put your 41-year-old black male c- content? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I do feel like, though, with me and you specifically, that. We search, talk about, discuss, and and Google so much stuff from TV and film that that algorithm should find us. So when we was having a conversation before the pod started, yeah, that's what I'm about to be doing. Trying to change your shit up a little yeah, bit. And, yeah. the, and, and for the This Week in Culture, too. Yeah, facts. So I will say when I log into This Week in Culture, I always think it's funny because there's nothing ever on the timeline but cultural shit. It's either films or music or TV. Like, I'll, you'll go on there right now, and it's power, power, power. But I want more of it, and I want it in, like, droves and shit, not just when I'm on This Week in Culture. I want my personal shit like that, too. I just want it to be stuff that I'm interested in, man. Um, I'm trying to find a list of, uh, like, some other winners that we might like really I wonder fuck what, with. what was in the category of musical. Because, like, what came out that was a musical on television? Not that I would have. It's not my thing. Yeah. Um. Uh oh shit! You remember that movie uh or that show on Netflix Beef with uh like that Asian cast like that part? Yeah, I never watched it. Oh, I that saw shit the, was fire. I saw the, the the thing on there. Yeah, that shit was fire. That won a lot of awards. Um, shout out to that Oppenheimer won a lot of shit. Cillian Murphy, Robert Downer Jr. Did you watch Oppenheimer? No, I still haven't watched it. Did you? I got through most of it. Yeah, uh, but it was a bad day. Yeah. Uh, for me to watch it And that's what I haven't had like The day where I can sit down And watch Oppenheimer Actually you know what Let me stop lying I have had that day But then I go pick Other three hour movies That I love Like fucking Dark Knight Rises And shit Like I'll go do that But I wanna watch it I mean it's I love films like that Like historical pieces And shit Like you're not You're not losing me with that I don't care if it's not The most Action packed movie Like I, I I need to not start Something That important At yeah. like one thirty in the morning yeah, also a fact But like 
by the time I get out of here or edit some shit out, it'd be late as fuck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, well, not what I'm supposed to do. All right. The bear shout out to um, I tell you what, Jeremy did. Allen White for killing it. <clears throat> I tell you what did have me in the chokehold this weekend. What's that? On Netflix is uh Fool Me Once. Fool Me Once. Man, is that a movie? It was a, it's, a, it's eight it's eight episodes. It's it sounds mad for me. Okay, TV boy, series. Boy, that shit was. Oh, so, that's the new shit. Boy, that yeah, shit was yeah. so fucking good. Dog. Oh yeah, no, nah, that's in the queue. They was over. They are they are across the pond. Yeah, yeah. In a fictional town, because yeah. I kept trying to search the name of this police that station. Shit about dog that died, out. but then she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, yep, that yep, shit was yep, so fucking yep. good, dog. Yep, I am aware. And like you know how you be like, oh nigga, I know exactly what happened. No, you ain't know. You won't. You know you don't. You ain't know. <laughs> whatever you, whatever you think you don't know. Nigga. Damn, I I'm gonna have to check that out. I definitely put that in the queue over the weekend because the um synopsis sounded dope. Like that shit was good as hell. I came front. I'm trying to see like who else was in the categories. I right. so best TV series, musical or comedy, The Bear won. Um, Abbott Elementary was also nominated. Barry on HBO Max was nominated. Jury Duty, which is funny as fuck. That shit is on Prime Video. Mm-hmm. Please watch Jury Duty. That's some funny shit. Only Murders in the Building, which is on Hulu slash FX, and Ted Lasso. So the bear beat those. Yo, Ted Lasso's amazing television. But like, like it, think about that though, right? Funny, and I shed a tear. Like, Abbott Elementary, funny. Ted Lasso, funny. Jury Duty, funny. Barry, Kind of creepy, kind of funny. Abbott Elementary was funny, but it was not as funny as the last season. Season two of Abbott Elementary was a slight dip. Yeah. It was a slight dip. It was still good. It was still entertaining. Yeah. But it it didn't have the cachet that season one had. You know, I am excited about season two, though. But you or know three. what's different about these award shows now? What's that? Is because it's not equal. Mm. It's not on network television. Everybody had yeah. an opportunity to go to Channel 7. Yeah. Everybody had an ch- opportunity to go to Channel NBC, ABC, CBS. Yeah. Now, if you're an Android nigga, well, well, I take, well, if you're an Android nigga, you didn't watch Apple TV Plus. Right. You technically can. Right. But that would be But you, you probably don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not in that ecosystem. You probably don't. Though Ted Lasso is the only product get sold outside of that. They got DVDs on Ted Lasso. That's right, so right. good. Um yeah, so it's like, you know, it, it everybody don't get a fair shake. Yeah. I, I definitely think even looking at these categories, right, you'll look at a show like a Ted Lasso, like a Abbott Elementary, that are true comedies, right? Um because it ain't a musical in that list. They say musical slash comedy, but yeah. it's all comedies. I think um, it really is really if it's thirty minutes or less. But like, had it been in the drama sick uh, category, right? It would have been up against Succession, The Last of Us, The Crown, like some shit that's all like our shows. Yeah, I think if it's thirty minutes or low, it got to go in the other two categories. Well, The Bear, because of how it streams. Is also one of them. It ain't just an hour. It's the only. It would have been the only one of them categories that's released at once, like all episodes dropped. So it's some be thirty minutes, some be fifty nine. Like you just don't fucking know, nigga. That Christmas episode felt like it lasted forever. That shit felt like two hours, nigga. My chest was hurting by the end of that. Especially when when it seems like a lot happening because of the way that I manipulate your yeah. emotions through the camera. Yeah, and I keep you on screen for thirty minutes, and like it feels so much longer. Pause. Man. 
<laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, what you meant by uh? <laughs> hey, yo, they want to know what you meant by uh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but salute to the Bears, salute to uh, all the nominees, man, everybody that copped the Golden Globe last night. Um, I'm really fucking excited about, so you know, like, real TV is about to be back, like, starting next week. Like, like all the fall shows that didn't drop because of the strike are all coming back in the next week and a half, dog. <laughs> we need them. Dog, badly. But it's like, we'll be getting, like, even to your point about network TV, like, <laughs> The Law and Orders will be back. Like, shit like that, where it's just like, these are some of the TV shows that kind of get niggas through their week, and you expect them, and to not have them all fall is kind of crazy, bro. All right, man. This is going to sound worse than I mean. Okay. But y'all need to stop watching Law and Order and watch some really other good TV shows and shit. Like, we've progressed behind... We've progressed... Pa- I don't know, man. I feel like we progressed past, like... The exact same show every single week. Yeah. And, like, it's a lot of shit that's on that list. Like, go watch The Bear, my nigga. Like, Facts. I know what's going to happen on SVU. Yeah. A creepy yeah. nigga going to get caught at the end of the day. Like, yeah. <laughs> not saying that, like, stop watching it, but, like, yo. A creepy nigga going to get caught at the end of the day. <laughs> at the end of the day. That's funny. The priest. Because the that's the beginning of the day. <laughs> the, 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 the priest nigga going to come out there. You know it's really nasty when the priest nigga with the little white thing come out. Pause. Yo. <laughs> no. With a creepy nigga going to get caught. <laughs> well, my man with the white collar come out. Like, oh, yo. <laughs> also, is he a gay priest? Oh, shit. Like, on the show. I don't know. Because... Interesting. Was Cat Williams a gay choir director in that one movie? What movie? Because he said he wouldn't be. Uh, damn. What oh, the fuck? So Sunday f- something. You know, the Ice Cube joint. You know, where they robbed that I bitch. I don't watch that shit. Hey, <laughs> you know I don't nah. watch shit like that. <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, but this is so fun. Did you see this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like all the white men other than dressed in dresses, yeah. And they how they say it's only a black masculinity demasculized and like this is every white actor you can possibly think of. Like Arnold Bruce, like Sylvester Stallone, Christian Bale, um, Mark Wahlberg, Matt Damon, Johnny Depp, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. All you need is Kurt Russell. I don't know. Liam Murphy. That's Oppenheimer. Oh shit. Jeff Bridges. Brad Pitt, that's nasty. Uh, Jared Leto, that's nasty. Jared Leto played a whole woman out there. Matthew McConaughey, Bob Saget, David Collier, James Franco, Mm -hmm. Seth. Like it's a it's a whole bunch of them. Now, literally, all that was missing was Leo DiCaprio. Basically, Hollywood would show men in a dress, (laughs) black, white, or otherwise. But here's the thing: I don't like right Um, when, jeez, how did they fuck that up? Stupid nigga, that was an open touchdown. My and did goodness. you know the University of Michigan was founded in Detroit? No, I didn't. Eighteen seventeen, it was founded in Detroit and stayed here for twenty years. Before until they went to Ann Arbor, yeah, yeah. Which is why Detroit has always had a connection with U of M because they literally started funding. You know, Augustus Woodward, like the nigga, <laughs> like Woodward, Woodward, yeah, founded at U of M, hmm. and it was the University of Michigania. Like it had that. 
IAN at the end of Michigan. So I live on Woodward, which means Spartan's still better than you niggas, bro. That's just a fact, nigga. Well, um, that nigga's in a national championship game right now. Yeah, no, nah, I, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Shout out to Michael That's Penix. why you wanted to record today. Yeah. Huh? Shout out to Michael Penix. I don't give a fuck what's happening. That I'm nigga, mad he just missed that touchdown. Nigga been in college for six years. That nigga old as fuck. Yeah, two of them years he was injured, though, when he Who was at Indiana. Who the fuck Yeah, Nigga, you get four years, like, you get nah. four years in a redshirt uh, year. Dog from, uh... Oregon, Bo Nix been in college eight years, nigga. That's what I'm saying. It's too right. much. It's the N- yeah. it's NCAA. But two of them years is injured. I I give you them. No, my nigga, I you injured is just you just injured. Nah, you get four years of eligibility in a red shirt, so total of five yeah. years. But then they threw in a COVID year too and yeah. an injury year. That's yeah. really the NCAA saying no. We want free talent longer. My nigga, everybody get four years, nigga. Hold on. Vivica Fox responds to Taraji Henson. Hold on. Let me see what Vivica got to say. That Taraji kind of continued over Monique. You know, you're an actress. You've been out there. Is this the perfect time to talk about that in the right platform? You know, darling, to each his own. Do you know what I mean? I'm very happy, very blessed. And... uh, to each his own. I didn't have that experience, so, you know, but to uh, get your piece out is important. I totally understand that, and uh, I love my girls for looking out for each other, but uh, I'm good. Yo, when we do the culture cat, when we do the culture uh, podcast later this week, we can we can unpack that a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I also don't just, I'm like, Vivica, shut up. I'm I mean, good. I mean, you can't make them. I didn't experience. Like, nigga, you ain't been in them type movies since fucking 96. Shut up. And she said she got her bag. I'm still eating off of since 96. So they didn't, I didn't I didn't experience that. <laughs> eating off the, whatever 50 left at the house. You know, they showed the award show where that nigga, where that nigga first flirted with her. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> she was cooked. <laughs> that nigga said, shout out to Vivica Fox wearing that dress, though. Cut, nigga. Caught her off guard. He was walking off the stage. Shout to Fifty. Um, yo, man, that nigga was fucking with Chelsea Handler. Fifty got a wild (laughs) roster, nigga. You hit Chelsea Handler? No, you wouldn't do it. Nah. Yo, so with the Twenty One Savage joint, they dropping a soundtrack Friday too. So it's getting a whole album. I'm okay with both them niggas rapping on the song. Um. I didn't realize it was a trailer. Put your phone light in the F, you done lost a nigga. Kept it silent, ran up a bag, and then had to cross a nigga. No, I don't want to see this movie. No, 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 no. What is happening, dog? Yo, I, I actually don't want to see this. Actually. This is going to make me look at three people who I really like and respect. I really like 21. I really like Donald Glover. I really like uh, Caleb McLaughlin. Are they from Atlanta? I know Donald is. Yeah, I don't know about Caleb, but I just don't. I mean, it's 21 from Atlanta. This, I mean, <laughs> also that. You're not even from this country, my nigga. Caleb is from. Oh, it don't fucking matter. This shit is. That nigga from New York. Why. <laughs> the first Great Britain. I'm a. I'm a. <laughs> it's New Yorkshire. <laughs> I'm a. I'm a not say this racistly. But why did they get this black ass nigga to play? Only like I could see if he was playing Twenty One like the whole way, and it was just him. But you coming off him, and then you go to uh, 
Donald Glover. Who's older than 21 Savage. Also that. Like, by a lot of years. Yeah. You got gray hair, my nigga. Yeah. Like, why are you playing 21 Savage? I don't understand. Is this a, is, is this a, a, a satire? Uh, no, it can't be. Shit called the American Dream. You know they don't play about that American Dream around this bitch. That's wild. Anyway. All right. Um, yeah, man. Leave the world behind. I'm going to say this before we even get into review. We got a couple voice notes and all that. Shout out to y'all. Um, a lot of y'all be big capping when y'all, when y'all give y'all's opinions online about films and shit. Not that this isn't a movie that you couldn't dislike. Not that this is a movie that you had to fuck with. But y'all had this sounding like this was the worst movie ever fucking made, right? Like, I half the reason it took us so long to get up here is because I didn't go right to it. Because I'm like, oh, shit, it don't seem like Streets is really fucking with this shit. It might be ass. I get to it when I get to it, man. Um, Y'all niggas capped hard as fuck because this shit was not the what y'all am- said, bro. The amount of people who said it was horrible. And then I saw a few people say, yo, this shit was great. Yeah. I didn't see a few people say it was okay. Yeah. I saw a few, like literally. It was a few. one or the other. Like, a lot of people said it was trash. Don't go watch it. Don't waste your time. Yeah. And then at the very end of the, I'm, I'm seeing people be like, no, nah, that shit was great. I don't know what y'all was watching. So now I'm like, who the fuck is right? I don't know. So I was like, I wasn't leaning towards any way yeah. because I didn't know what to expect. So I yeah. went into it with kind of like an open mind. But sort of kind of waiting for the bullshit to drop. Do we live in a world where being okay can exist? Like, does it have to be I either loved it or hate it? Because or like can you just be like that shit was cool? So for I'm glad you mentioned that, dog. Because we all know Keith Lee. Facts. There's apparently a nigga named Mr. Chime Time. Don't know where he came from. Didn't start seeing him until the Keith Lee shit blew up. Yeah. About uh, Keith Lee in Atlanta. And then all of a sudden, here comes Chime Time. Never heard of him. Though. Never heard of him before he came here to Detroit. Yeah. But when I, he just said everything was bad. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, you know what? He liked his wings at Legends, but they gave him the wrong sauce. Like, I'm like, you know what? Everybody tastes different. Yeah. And But ain't nothing... Everywhere he went to the Rochester, he yeah. was in Dearborn, he went to like all the suburbs, yeah, Detroit, everywhere. All that shit was trash. Yeah. I'm like, my nigga, nothing is everything cannot be bad, dog. yeah, like everything cannot be bad. It's okay for it to be cool, right? Like, everything don't have to be yo, this is the best shit ever yeah. in the fucking world, but like, but I feel like that's thing? what people have turned to, right? And that's why I asked you that question. Can something really just be cool? Can something be okay? Because I feel like when you say something's cool, when you say something's I, right, people immediately lean that toward bad, right? Like, nope, he ain't like that shit. Like you say a, a album or a verse or a movie or a TV show was cool. Like season two of Abbott Elementary, I thought that shit was cool. But when niggas hear you say it was cool, he ain't fuck season two. That's it's like, why, damn, nigga. That's why I was, uh, and still, and still am, still is, a proponent for getting rid of the grading scale system that we have now. Yeah. Which is like A plus A, A minus, B plus B, B yeah. minus C. We need three grades. Average, above average, below average. Because like in the real world, that's all that matters. Yeah. Right? 
So when you rate this food, if I say, oh, that shit was average, yeah. that means it tastes as good as everybody else's food. Mm-hmm. It's average. Now, everybody who makes this, it tastes about this. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you say everybody makes this and it tastes better than everybody else's, yeah. that's above average. Or if you tell me, yo, this is a little bit underneath what everybody else makes. Yeah. Other than that, what the fuck else is it? Yeah. What else can I quantify? Um, I remember when I was in school in college, there were most classes went on the grading scale, right? One, one point five, two, two point five, so on and so forth, up to a four point Um, but then some classes were pass fail incomplete. That was it. You had three options. You either passed this bitch, you didn't pass this bitch, or you got an incomplete, which means something happened where you didn't do enough to get a grade. Yes or no, right? To your point about it being, yo, it's really only three fucking grades necessary. I really feel like when we're, even when we're doing like, we giving some shit some buffs, right? Like, we don't need the five, you know what I'm saying? It can be... Yo, them bitches either some wires, some woods, or some buffs. That's it. That's it. They either this, that, or that. And we can categorize everything in one of them fucking categories. Um, because, like, when you recommend a dentist, no, dude, straight. Like, no, yeah. I, I would recommend them. Yeah. Or be like, nigga, you got to go here. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. Or they be like, yo, my man's straight. It's going to be a little, he going to eat a little slow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A little slower than normal. You know what I'm saying? But the work but, is good, but yeah. it's a little like yeah. at the end of the like what else? Like so everybody got they, they, the bachelors, they got this, they got what was your GPA? They won't talk in your about that. in at your you got a master's. What mm-hmm. was your GPA? Cause it doesn't matter in the real world. No one asked you what your GPA was in college. Yeah. Cause how are they gonna find out? Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Only certain careers will that ever impact you, right? Um like when I used to uh when I used to recruit at one company, um there were certain law firms I worked with where, yo, we only want people that was in the top fifth percentile of their class, right? Yeah. And they had there was like in Michigan, if it was a Michigan based firm, there was a couple firms that literally had a school of law firms here in Michigan that if they went there, we're not even considering them, dog. Like and it it was to the point where some of my friends locally who would be talking about going to law school, I would tell them, like, don't go there. Because yeah. it's, it's the top firms in the area are not fucking with candidates from that school because it's an immediate, I'm looking down on you. It don't matter what your grades is. Like, yeah. And it's funny because one of my niggas, shout out to my dog, was at one of them schools when I told him that, and he transferred. Because grades was high enough for him to get into a more reputable law school. He did that. He doing great. He down in Florida living his fucking life. But there's some other people. That's how niggas look at HBCUs in real life. Sadly, what that's how some like people, most of them, some people, yeah. And here's the thing, right? Even when it's H- not that's not right or wrong, but we we do that though. When you think about it, right? Everything is either fucking top tier, or bottom tier, and on middle shelf. Everything is either fucking it's, uh, ooh, top shelf. It's either eighteen hundred or a classy azul, nigga. And it's like they're the same nigga. level. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like mad tequilas right there in the middle though. Yeah. That's like just as good, bro. You know, I listen to um. You know, Gary V blew up because he's his family owns a wine yeah, shop yep. and they sell wine. And they're like, yo, there's a fourteen to seventeen dollar wine, which is really good. Mm-hmm. It's just, and I didn't realize after I started listening to him on one of these pods that wasn't about TikTok and all the other dumb shit he be yeah. on. That was literally about wines. 
and I realized like there is a difference between a ten dollar wine and a twelve dollar wine. Yeah, and there's like a whole, like a giant difference. Yeah, and then the fourteen and thirteen. I'm like, so like yo, you don't got to go spend two hundred dollars on a bottle of wine right. because the space in between seventeen and twenty four dollars is yeah. like this is really yeah. good wine, and it's like it it ain't just. Yo, this is a 1972 bottle of such and such, mm-hmm. and this is barefoot. <laughs> like, there's a lot in between. <laughs> so, it's, I'm gonna tell you a couple of reasons why that's funny. One, um, my mom shout out to barefoot though, because I mean, barefoot got a right. nigga through some times. My mom literally sent this to me and Shorty earlier. This was this Target wine that we used to drink when we first started dating. Right, I only drank one type of wine. She didn't drink that type of wine. So when I would go look for the type of wine that we could both drink, I didn't know what to buy, nigga. So I would buy this, dog. And I remember my mom sipped it one time and was like, that shit gave me heartburn, nigga. And I was like, you exaggerating. That ain't giving you no fucking heartburn. But as me and Shorty's wine palette kind of grew up, we went back to this cheap Target shit one time. Shorty was like, nigga, this shit is giving me heartburn, gas. It's making me burp. Like, this is not good. And we ain't drank it to fuck since. So mom sent me that earlier in Target, like, on some remember the times. Like, remember when y'all was some broke-ass wine drink? Because my mom's also a wine snob. So us bringing this in, like, around her was, like, disrespectful, dog. But um, I feel like when it comes to content, right, when it comes to television and film, we either hate it or we absolutely love it, but we never say, yeah, that was just really good, man. Like, I enjoyed that. Well, you know why that is? Is because you can never feel um, content with anything. Mm. We're taught that once you get to this level, you have to be better than the next. Mm. Oh, you, uh, you, you reached this level in your life? Like, one of my homies had posted up, somebody made a, let me see if it's still up here. I love my nigga. I really do. Um, let me see if this is up there. All right. It says, nah, it's not up here. Basically, like, yo, if you feed a man and he has sex three times a day, you feeling happy, he's content, and all his ambition goes out the window. Mm. And though I understand where that comes from, yeah. But my nigga, I was put on earth. Like if I'm having, like I got a wife, <laughs> I'm eat good, I yeah. drink good, I'm having, I'm, I'm just like maybe I don't want to be a millionaire or like the the beneficiary of a hedge fund. Like yep. maybe I just want to be with my family, eat, drink, and be merry. Like that, my ambition is not money. My ambition is love. Happiness, family, yeah. Jesus, God, whatever, whatever. Like it doesn't have to be. You can be content, and like a show can be good enough. Like, yo, man, I was, I didn't have anything to watch. I was kind of bored. I watched this shit. It piqued my interest. I watched all eight yeah. episodes of it. I never stopped. Yo, this shit was pretty good. But it goes into um, the conversation that we've had about uh, shit. Like, yo, don't nobody have hobbies no more. Everybody turn everything into a hustle, right? Like. You don't do shit just to be happy, just to be content. Now you got to do some shit so it can fucking uh, give you generational wealth. Like, you putting that weight of the world on it, right? Like, um, it's funny. I posted a, a picture in the story the other day, like a food pic or something, and I had multiple people say, like, yo, why don't you do the 
like do the influencer shit. Like this is content you should be getting paid for. And I'm like, bro, I just it's just a cold fool pick. Like it wasn't nothing to it. It wasn't deep. I'm not posting a picture to get no fucking hashtag or no cheese off it. Like, yeah, that's cool if you do, but everything don't have to be that. But niggas will look at you like if you not doing that, if you ain't making money off everything you do outside of your day to day, you failing. And it's uh, like, damn, nigga. Like, I don't have to have a Bitly Coop GT. Come on, man. Like, I, I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need, f- though, I would love 5,000 square feet crib. Um, I don't, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot like, of shit you can do. I you mean, know? Umar running around crazy. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Could be two or three Umar. <laughs> you know what what but, room like, you in, nigga? <laughs> 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 but, um, no, I, I feel like with, uh, with TV and film these days, we've gotten to the point where we get so consumed in the minutia of whether it's fucking great or whether it's the worst shit ever that we forget that, yo, it's okay to be average. Like most of the films that we love are really just average fucking films, nigga. Like everything ain't the greatest fucking world renowned Oscar winning award. Everything ain't that bro. Some of this shit is average nigga. Like, yeah, we'll love A Boys in the Hood or A Minister Society, but it was movies like fucking South Central that just as good as those, but because it didn't receive the acclaim, it's seen as an average version of that same type of film. And it's like, do that make it any less fucking good just because it wasn't as heralded? No. Man, this is a lot of movies that were just, they was just cool. Yeah. And like, so for an example, I saw... No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that movie. There was a. There was just a bunch of movies that was just pretty good, man. And like, I will watch it again. Yeah. Anywho, well, all that said, I feel like most of the movies that I watch, and I watch a lot of fucking movies throughout the year, are just cool. Like they're cool, but cool can be entertaining as fuck, right? Cool can get me through. Uh, working on a project at home. Cool can get me through cleaning up. Cool could get me through just a, a regular Saturday afternoon where I'm not doing shit and I just want to sit down and watch a fucking movie. Here's the thing. Let me ask you, what make a movie good to you? Uh, the plot, for one. That's probably what I go to. I'll, half the movies I watch on Tubi tell you how much this is important to me. I don't give a fuck how bad it is on the acting. All the, if the plot is good, I could be in. So plot for me is one. Acting and direction, and I put them hand in hand because somebody's telling you how to deliver these lines, how to perform this shit. Um, plot for me is one. Acting and directing is two. And then sustainability, right? Is it just a movie I'm going to come back to? Or is it fucking, I, I watched it, it was cool, but I'm never going to watch that again. Because I like movies that I can rewatch. I like movies that I can go back to and find different shit every time I watch it. Or where I can go back and laugh at the same shit that I laugh. You know what I'm saying? I can be just as emotional about every moment that I was the first time I watched it. That's why I think we hold on to movies. We, when I say we, I mean black folks. We hold on to movies from like the 90s and the 80s or even the early 2000s with such nostalgia, right? Because it takes us back to this fucking moment. It ain't that that was the greatest movie ever. It's like, yo, when that movie came out, I was doing this. Because, so, what you, in that particular regard, what you kind of saying, like, is relatable. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I do need to be able to relate to the movie. Um, I do need good acting. Um, I do like how things are shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, 
it don't got to be super duper cinematography ish. Um, I like good writing. I like good acting. Um, and I like not knowing exactly what's about to happen next. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So suspense is definitely, and here's the thing, right? Um, talk about acting you talk about suspense and and just kind of having that little nature of a thriller right with leave the world behind we're talking about essentially an apocalyptic film right um a film that's kind of based around a world ending well we don't moment we don't know we like and nothing about this said that the world was ending you know what i'm saying and to be perfectly honest it almost said it wasn't ending Mm. Like this is how you just cripple an economy. This is how you cripple a country. This but is not how you destroy the entire fucking world. To that point, though, crippling the economy could be the end of the world for a lot of these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, but on some metaphoric shit. But yeah. no, this is not the actual end of the world. Like everybody is not about to die. You know what I'm saying? Like, ended like the way it went off. You could also perceive it as that too, right? Like this was a very open ended type of movie. I can. What I perceived in this movie is it, hell yeah, Washington. My bad. I think it's about to be. Don't don't do that though. Come on now, my nigga Michael Penix out in the building, nigga. Ten seventeen right before the half. Niggas is not winning. Go take a bath. Nigga. Bring home uh, Michigan. Bring home a, a national championship. Nah, nigga, we in we in Seattle tomorrow. Um, banging, banging in Seattle. Uh, damn, I forget where it was at. So it's talking about uh, the end of the world. Yeah. I 100% see civil unrest coming. Yeah. He's seen all that shit through 2020. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, but I don't, I don't, this, this doesn't necessarily mean it's the end of the world, but I think this was, I, sometimes I like pieces of, of art that evoke conversation mm-hmm. to get people talking about a what if. Every time the fucking lotto get to, Seven hundred million dollars. Everybody has that same. Yo, what if? Yo, if what I would hit, you do if you? Shout out to homie and Grand Blank that hit. Yeah. Um. Cause you up, <laughs> you up. <laughs> shout out to you. Eight hundred million on the Powerball. I don't know if that counted, my nigga, because they ain't changed their score yet on ESPN. Oh, that's what I was looking at. Let me see. Hit the refresh. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they pulled it back. <laughs> All right, shout out to my niggas. <laughs> Damn, hold up, they pulled it back and added time. I don't know what the fuck because nigga it was down to forty five seconds. Oh, it must have been a, a penalty or some shit. They put the time back on the clock or some shit. Putting damn near a minute back is oh now it's now it just okay. Okay. All right, that was All weird. Right. Maybe they had to review it. Yeah, maybe. All right. Um, but that said. To your point about evoking conversation, right? That's one of the reasons that I actually <laughs> really like this film. <laughs> <Just went back. laughs> Yo, this like, what shit the trippy. fuck is going on, nigga? Yeah, it went and went the time went back again. Yo, the fix is in. <laughs> yo, man. Yo, yo. Yo, yo Michael Penix, it's up for you. Yo, the bro. fix is in, man. Huh. What's um, the score on the national championship game? Michigan is ahead of Washington 17 to 10. With one minute remaining in the second quarter in the CFP championship. That should say 42 seconds. Yeah, uh, I don't know what's what what, happening. Look, and now the shit updated again. With 37 seconds. So they started playing. So we know that. Look, mine still ain't updated. I just hit refresh. Yo, this is wild. Yo, man, they trying to screw my nigga Michael Penix. Well, maybe so many niggas is on ESPN refreshing. So many niggas finna get fucked up in this bitch. Um, to your point about evoking conversation, right? That's one of the things that I really did like about this film. Because the interpretation you could take from it 
could be an end of the world. When I think about like just going back to the the use of apocalyptic films, right? When I think about your typical apocalyptic movie, end of the world movie, the world never actually ended. The world as we know it ended, right? Like it still be people there. Whoever the characters are in the movie still be there. Niggas have figured out what they new form of commerce is. Like they didn't figure it out, right? Um, but we never usually see in the apocalyptic films what it was like probably tens of years before it got to where it was just this fucking beat down, busted down world Even with no buildings. Dead, no, we started yeah. like a couple Mad weeks years, later. Yeah. Because like, he was still in the hospital. It was a couple couple weeks later. Show us the before. Show us the years before when it looked like just the economic breakdown, right? No, the only, only time that we saw that to walk that back a little bit was with I Am Legend. Yep. And even them, that was flash forwards yeah. or flashbacks, pardon me. Yeah, we started off regular yeah. and then And then went into the shit and then you got them flashbacks throughout the movie. But that's a great fucking point. Yeah. Um And we saw Yo, he was trying to fix it and yeah. it got progressively worse and boom. Because boom, that boom. helps, right? Like the world Whenever and if ever the world fucking ends the way that Again, niggas think it's gonna end. Because it's is in my opinion, it's then ended a few times. Yeah. And we started over from scratch. That's a fact. That's a fact. You know what's funny? Um, it's almost like when it comes to like threatening humanity and shit, and and the world as we know it ending. Every form of humanity that's ever existed, the world as they know it ended somehow. You know what I'm saying? So, ain't none of this the first <laughs> because of humans and shit. Yeah, and weather. <laughs> I mean, humans doing human shit, fucking with the weather patterns. Also, you know. The meteor that hit the earth. Mm-hmm. But like when you when you think about cataclysmic moments or potential cataclysmic moments, every human life form has been through one. And so when the current human life form tells a story of what an apocalyptic cataclysmic moment might look like on earth, we're literally just guessing. Because we ain't been through it. Because we're current. We're present day. Yeah. <laughs> we going off what... How would this impact people who live like Right now, current? yeah. So it's like, what I loved about this film, right? Kind of focusing on the financial aspect. Focusing on the technology, which I really want to talk to you about. Because a whole lot of technological shit in this film was kind of like just poking his head around the fucking corner. But that scene where the Teslas was crashing into each other, I thought that scene was legit brilliant. Uh, yeah. Like That shit was scary too. It was, bro, because the metaphor that exists behind that scene, dog, like, yo, we really not in control, my nigga. Also, um, not for nothing, this movie was produced by the Obamas. Yeah. And... Currently, right now, a bunch of millionaires and billionaires, multi-millionaires and billionaires, are currently building underground bunkers. Yeah, um, it was. It's a whole list of people. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. They're building underground bunkers, and a movie produced by two of them. <laughs> it says, "Hey, yo, the world about to end." Yeah. Yeah, yo, go get to your shit, my nigga. And here's the thing, right? Even in the film, they talk about the fucking neighbor who was building a bunker, nigga. And it's like, okay, now this what do they know that we don't? This is not some far fetched thing. For the last year and a half to two years, I've been following 
the nigga who makes the bunkers underground yeah. by uh, Atlas Shelters. Yeah. Like I the cheapest one is about 20 grand and it's like a room. Mm-hmm. Not like it's like a it's like a 6 by 8 type shit. It's not yeah. you, you ain't about to camp out there for too long. Nah. But like they like I watched them build these for people. Yeah. Like regular people. Not the multimillionaires, you know what I'm saying? Like regular people and how they fit like this not some harebrained yo nigga this just a, it's happening. Yeah. Literally right now Go on YouTube The page been up for years He literally goes out They they show the entire process The prices How long it takes to do the install How strong they are How we get air and water And the whole nine yards So it's not like this Futuristic thing that can't happen It's not gonna happen It's already happening for regular people Yeah So when people say Insert person here spent two hundred and seventy million dollars on one. That's some special shit. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, anytime, anytime that people who can access shit that ninety nine point nine percent of the world can't access, that's one thing. But then when they choose to access it, right? Like, yo, nigga, we could build a fucking million dollar bunker if we wanted to but when you actually start building it that's when the concern comes okay. this was two years ago one yeah. of the platinum bunkers uh, damn the Tate brothers they got one that's crazy uh, or not I'm talking about Lorenz and Lamart nah <laughs> yeah if Lorenz Tate built a bunker before me I'm pissed they got some $10,000 joints you can put in this is on some fallout shelter type shit but this is like standing room my nigga that's yeah. not like a um, I mean, look, 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 look how the type of shit that they do, and they'll that should be like a doghouse. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You look like it's a. They got these in. This is going on. Yeah, and it's happening all over the fucking world. Yeah. yeah. Um, when Doomsday Preppers came out 15 years ago, yeah, that was expl- yo. This is what y'all got to do. Well, shit. Here's the thing, right? Doomsday Preppers really started in 1999. That's when everybody thought some shit was finna happen. We know what the fucking Y2K shit was. And and it started to turn the world on its ear because niggas didn't think they were prepared for the end of the world. And here's the thing, right? Buying milk and a bunch of water and some canned soup is not going to prepare you for the end of the fucking world. Um, not that you shouldn't have those things, but like, you still die with some camels, my nigga. Like, if the world is over, it's over, bro. You know what's so crazy, dog? Throughout history... Everybody thought they were living in the end times. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Jenny and shit Saturday, and like, Jenny, what up? Yeah, we seen the World Trade Centers. Facts. Get hit by they get get bombed twice. Mm-hmm. Ninety three, <laughs> right? And again, right? Yeah. D- d- we seen. Wars, Same niggas You know what I'm saying We didn't see the pandemic yeah. We didn't see Hurricane Katrina yeah. All these different things It's like If you write all that shit On a piece of paper An actual pandemic Like you write all yeah. that shit On a piece of paper I'm like yo If somebody told you This was the end Like yo It, it could be Yeah Imagine though Especially all the roars That we got right now Anybody can push the button At any, any moment But like what if you Lived through the Cold War Or World War One, World War Two? Yeah Like any of these disasters, like, you probably think, like, this is it. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Because, um, yes, 100%, if you live through any of them, first of all, a world war, my nigga, 
you probably think's the fucking ending. My nigga, the first time it rained, like on some flood yeah. shit. You probably whether you believe in. in the Bible or not, nigga. This bitch flooded. Yeah, like uh, the flood happened yeah. in real life. Yeah, nigga, you think this shit is over, bro? But and this is kind of something that I saw throughout the movie, but it lends itself to the convo we're having. Go back to an event like Hurricane Katrina, right? Um, you couldn't tell them people in New Orleans and in the Gulf area that the world wasn't ending. You couldn't. It was fucking 10 feet of water in front of their crib. Like, niggas was having to fucking sleep on their roof to not be in the middle of a goddamn puddle. Um, it was so traumatic for the people in the Gulf at that time. You couldn't tell one nigga there that the world wasn't over. And in this film... I think everybody had their own kind of version of Armageddon, right? Everybody saw their world ending in a sense. And I feel like that's kind of what, when the world ends, it ain't gone. I don't think it's going to be this one just big cataclysmic thing that happens. And then boom, catastrophe is all over. Everybody's going to go through some type of motion that ends their fucking world specifically. And then we all going to come together and realize shit is fucked up. Also, when people think shit is fucked up and the rule of law is out of the window because no one's coming, mm-hmm. all that shit niggas say in their brain will never say online, they're actually going to do. Yeah. yeah. When I don't have any food in my house and yeah. I got three babies, you're going to go feed your babies the best way you know how. You have to. Shit, sometimes it ain't the best way. It'll be the only way. Yeah. Like, So, Kevin Bacon... Mm-hmm. In the movie I don't know that I'm prepared Well I just speak for myself I'm not prepared for the end of the world Yeah, I'm prepared for When the end of the world happened And niggas come to my door to protect myself yeah. Against regular people I can't beat the fucking government I can't beat the police yeah. But regular niggas coming to my home Or my residence or wherever I'm held up at Who wants to take my things I'm prepared Yeah, No not- it can go down like, I'm as best as I can be prepared to protect myself. And here's the thing, right? When you when you are a doomsday prepper, right? When you really are so on edge about the world potentially ending that you start to prepare your whole life around that, you're somebody I would consider on edge. Maybe not the nigga to run up on <laughs> in that scenario, right? Because this was the beginning of shit starting to get weird when they went to his crib. So I'm like, y'all go over there. Y'all hype, y'all got questions, you got little dog bleeding from the mo- Like, all this wild shit is going... Yo, fam, I'll shoot all three of y'all. Now, granted... Because why he bleeding? On some zombie shit, nigga. What you on, bro? Like, so this movie, it has something for everybody who thinks they know how the world going to end. Mm-hmm. Because some nigga, like, yo, somebody, somebody going to do some hacking and some shit like that. This nigga teeth just start falling out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fucking animals start going crazy. Matter of uh, fact, let's, let's listen to some of these fucking... Voice notes, and then we can like start breaking some of this. So was was really excited to see a voice note from the family James, um, just because we know how James is, we know how James thinks. I'm curious to see what he thought about the film because I, I I know some of the directions he might go, uh, just from a conversation piece. So James, man, appreciate you sending the voice note in, bro. And Jay, what up though? It's your boy James, touching base with the This Week in Culture family to talk about the film leave the world behind so first off i would just say off the top i truly enjoyed this film through and through 
And I'm going to talk a little bit about the, the reasons why I liked it. But I'm also let me mention why I think that the film itself is receiving such kind of a bashing online and via social media. So I think what people are forgetting is that this actual film is based upon a novel. And what tends to happen with novel adaptations is that you have to play this difficult balancing act of how many ideas are going to be new, how many ideas are going to be original, and then also how much of the writing is actually going to be original from the actual book itself. So, for example, um, I think why people are struggling with this film a little bit is because if you're not, you know, we, we all know that reading is not as popular as it used to be, but if you're not really an avid that reader. That nigga's political with that one. Yeah, yeah. You know niggas don't nah, read. Nah, James running for me. You mayor. ain't Jay Reed. <laughs> James said, yo, we know reading is not as popular as it used to be. Yo, so it's funny. That wasn't even the first line that he called y'all dumb in. Because he called y'all dumb like three minutes before that. But then he had to say it even smoother so you knew, like, oh, I'm dumb, but I get that I'm dumb now. I think he said, I'm so mean with it. I had to run it back, <laughs> run it back into, into a whole nother scheme with it, dog. Oh, man. James, this is why I wanted a voice note from James right here. Because he was going to call y'all dumb and y'all ain't even hear it till me and Jay had to say it out loud. Sometimes the dialect can be a bit of a struggle or seem like it's dragging or seem like it's boring because it's not very quick pace, rapid, you know, in the world we live in, we live in this, we, we, we want to hear things. There's, there's no, there's no storytelling. It just gets right to the point. And that's what people go for, as opposed to that, what Jay had mentioned last time about Dave Chappelle, right? This, this storytelling, the becoming a master of storytelling. And that's what writing actually is. So I think what people are struggling with is just is this film is communicating in the vernacular. Yeah, yeah. James is bodying calling y'all dumb in like 10 different languages, but they all English. <laughs> like, you motherfuckers <laughs> so goddamn slow. You you just right. want the answer. You won't right. even sit through the setup. Woo. Oh, man. I love it. You dumb motherfucker. Yo, James, your next voice note, just start with that, bro. You dumb motherfucker. James is talking to him like, um, well, how we explained it, you know, when Sway, niggas come up there and freestyle for Sway and they Max. really get down. Yeah. And he be like, say, like, you whack him, yeah. you weak <laughs> motherfuckers, you better never come up. Here. Don't do it. Don't do it, dog. Not after that. Not familiar with. And it's not that it's right or wrong, it's just the, the world we live in. This movie, this movie in particular, reminded me of films of yesteryear. Where you had very long, drawn out dialogues, where you had sarcasm mixed with endearing, mixed with confusion, mixed with concern, mixed with intensity, all in one dialogue can be there. And I enjoy that. I think that's what makes films great because I'm, I'm tired of seeing films talk like social media posts and text mm. posts and, mm. and, and they talk like, you know, Facebook and TikTok like that is lazy to me. So when you have something like Leave the World Behind, it's very refreshing. As far as the cast is concerned, I mean, top of the class, Julia Roberts, Mahershala Ali, Kevin Bacon, Ethan Hawke, and even Mahalia, they're, they're just great actors and actresses at the top of their class. And I think because this film was so isolated, meaning that there's not a lot of characters and not a lot of different scenes, having great actors is absolutely what you need to pull this off. 
Um, I do have one criticism, which is the actual scoring, uh, music scoring of the movie. And sometimes I feel as though it was a bit heavy. But then also I can appreciate that because, as I said, films of yesteryear always had a lot of sound effects, a lot of music, a lot of uh, orchestra hits, a lot of string hits to, to build an intensity, to build the tension in the scene itself by giving you some audio cues as, a for, as opposed to just the verbal cues that's coming from the script. So I think it was shot very well. I think the pacing was spot on for a novel adaptation. I think they included a lot of things that were uh, original to the book. And I think they made a lot of changes that were uh, great as opposed to the book. I mean, the fact that uh, G.H. and Ruth are not an older, I believe that if I'm not mistaken, they were middle age or older couple in the, the, the novel, but having the father and the daughter, I think added a layer of complexity there that wasn't present. So I'll leave it at that. I am curious to hear what you guys have to say. I want to know if you guys actually agree with some of the points I'm making. Um, I'm curious to hear what you guys' takes are. And then of course, if we touch into the theories and the other things that's online too, that'd be great to hear as well. So appreciate you guys keep doing what you do and I'll talk to you next time. Peace. James, I too agree that these niggas are dumb. And I me and you are on the exact same page with that. Um, no, man, thank you. Appreciate you as always, brother. You know what it is, man. Real family up here. Um there so first of all, you touched on something, uh, George and Ruth. So in the film, father and daughter, in the book, their husband and wife. They are an elderly couple, um, which I think like much older than Mahershala Ali. Is, is poised to be And there's probably no Airbnb in the, in the So book. that's why I feel like In the film right Could they have been an elderly couple Like they were in the book absolutely But the father daughter layer Kind of adds a little bit to it right Yo when it's the father and daughter And we're wondering where's my wife During all of this shit Where's my mom during all this shit It adds a little bit more of that Suspense we was talking about earlier Yeah for sure Also like because I don't know what's going on when the movie starts. Mm -hmm. I don't know why there is somebody at the door. Yeah. I don't know that this is their home. I didn't know if they were being sincere or not. Because yeah. he went to get the gun. I'm like, yo, what the yeah. fuck is going on? Like, this y'all really your house? Or like, like, and that's the thing, right? Going back to that suspensefulness and that sort of, you know, thriller piece that you look for in a film like this. Fam, I didn't really know until... Three quarters of the way through this film, if I trusted Mahershala Ali or not, nigga. Yeah. Because where the fuck did y'all come from? I'm with Julia Roberts. Niggas is online. Yo, that's a Karen in the flesh. I'm like, eh, her questions was kind of legit. Yeah, I mean, they if her questions were legit, for sure. Was um, they tinged her, in some racism? Sure. Now, her her follow-up, her, her off-kilter comments was yeah. like, you know, they yeah. don't, the they's and you can't afford a house like this. Yeah. Like, they just don't look like the type. Like, now, granted... Pulling up from a black tie gala. Now, granted, if you was in that neighborhood and yeah. two niggas come up to your house nah. and all white folks were on here, you, you gonna be like, I mean, I don't know if they look like the type to live here. Here's the thing, nigga. The Amazon driver was at my fucking building the other day. <laughs> and he didn't have his vest on, nigga. Now, granted, he had a dolly with all Amazon boxes. I could put two and two together, nigga. No, no. But you know. know what? You don't you, have your vest on. You could be a stick up. Kid. I could divide. That's one every, let's say, two. Two of them boxes is due. <laughs> because a nigga got killed Saturday. Or shot multiple times Saturday by Jeez. seven people mm. trying to do a a, a Facebook mm -hmm. 
marketplace sale for a PlayStation. Yeah. On 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 Warren and Evergreen. Yeah. My general neighborhood too, by the yep. way. I, I went to that gas station. My girlfriend stayed a block over. Right. Um, seven people caught out and shot up the cart to yeah. get the PlayStation. Yeah. Like I always like out about shit like that because like nigga, you shot the PlayStation. Like now, I don't even I don't know if they had the alleged PlayStation or and he got he came yeah. for the money and got to be careful with them uh with them Facebook marketplace skills. Yeah, as I check my Facebook marketplace. Here's uh, the thing, I've done plenty of them successfully, but I also live downtown where cops roam the streets every day, nigga, and I do oh, them right in the alley. I have them come up here. I'm like, "Yes, you got to come in here." Yeah. Check in at the security, at security desk yeah. and then come up to the fourth floor. Because yeah. by the time you get up here, I'm shooting the shit out you. Yeah. And it's going to take you a long time to get downstairs. Every place that you would ever get from a, a, a elevator to a staircase, you own camera. Yeah. So Now, them niggas have to meet me at the Brakeman bar. And then whatever the fuck we transactioning, they got to come walk with me to my building where the security is at. Because yeah, this is what the fuck we doing. So why where we live in, dog? Um... Cause there's somebody selling a um, a C stand and for like fifty bucks, and I don't buy the picture they took in their house. You yeah. have no idea what this is, and you know how you have no idea how much this costs. Cause I can't get one for cheaper than one hundred and fifty bucks. So I saw, I saw, it was a lady on Facebook Marketplace selling a mirror, and the lady that was in the mirror, like the reflection in the mirror, was not. The lady's picture that was on the thing And where it scared me was The reflection in the mirror And the picture on the thing Looked so completely different That it was like Nah dog Like this it, This ain't a real thing And you gonna try to go by that mirror And you gonna get your ass robbed Like I know what it is bro Um, You do a Facebook marketplace deal Just had that thing on you man That's all I gotta say Uh, Back to the movie though In this week in culture joint, hacked again. How much? Wait, what? How much is your rent helping? What the fuck? Oh no, we not doing that. Oh, you know what? This is the that's the hack page because they blocked me. Oh, they blocked me a while ago. Huh. Once I that's once on I, Facebook. Yeah. What the? That's fuck? in the in the this week in culture chat. I, shit, I thought I damn deleted the chat because it was getting so much. Yeah, I deleted hack. all them extra ones. But. Yeah, damn. Hold on. Interesting. Hey, if you've been into this weekend culture chat, getting hacked by these folks, because uh, you know her page had got hacked. Yeah, and they blocked me once. I said like, "Yo, get that girl her page back." <laughs> and then they blocked me. Let me go ahead and I'm gonna just report as a. Scam, and then if we can go ahead and delete all their content, that would be great. Um, other steps you can take. Oh, we're not doing all that. I don't... Anywho, yeah. sorry about that, y'all. We just trying to make sure that uh, people you know get hacked. It'd be kind of interesting because you don't never know, like. Till one day they posting uh, butt naked shit in cash apps, and you be like, "Wait!" <laughs> and it's always like, oh, I'm sorry to say this, it's always like an Android screenshot. Yeah, because yeah. the scammers, because like once you screenshot from an iPhone, it don't degrade in quality. <laughs> like, how do your screenshots degrade? Like, why is it so fuzzy? 
Like, yeah. have y'all ever not noticed that there has never been a time that you did a, a screenshot from an iPhone and the screenshot was like less than what you ex- like? How do y'all screenshots be fuzzy? What's the name of your clothing line? We, we don't, don't know. know. <laughs> it's almost like y'all got to y'all got Android people. Y'all got to have a gated community. Oh man! If you don't got like a Pixel or ain't got a, no gate, a ga- <laughs> or galaxies, like gate. you gotta get these lower class phones out of here. They're gonna have a DH gated community. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gate is DH. Shit. Oh Damn, Timu. The fucking. <laughs> Damn, you really express Ali. Damn, man, the fucking DH gate. Anyway, um, all right. You know the niggas getting sued. Dog? DHK? No, uh, or fake, fake shoe stellers and fake. So there's um fake shoe influencers online. Mm-hmm. Nike sued two of them niggas. Okay, it was like my nigga, you 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 post too many fakes, and yeah, you, and you keep on a low key giving niggas links to buy fake sneakers, yeah, because that's what they do for their. That's how they make their cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah nigga, Nike suing you. Mm. That's fucked up. Go to jail or well, getting sued for fake shit. Yeah. I mean, a lot of fake ass niggas are. Anywho, um, hold on. There was something else that uh, that James said in a voice note. I wanted to touch a on a bit though. heavy, but then also I can appreciate that because, as I said, films of yesteryear always had a lot of sound effects, a lot of music, a lot of. Oh, he was talking about how it was scored. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand the scoring of this film, yo. Like, I didn't notice anything different. So it was. It, there were certain scenes in here where the score, like they would play something, like and I, I it, it was like they were trying to build the suspense where it didn't really exist, but they was doing it through the the music, and I was like, nah, dog, do it through the film. Like when the fucking deers was out there, nigga, I was scared as fuck. Like the the the, the music was, duh, duh, but like, what the fuck, man? And why they keep getting closer? Yeah, like I didn't know what the fuck was the going one on. One deer was like a person. Like, did you see like the facial expressions on that motherfucker? I was like, all right, bro. Like, so that's what the they movie, went full AI. It was like, yo, I, when, when I say it got something for everybody, because like, however you think the world will end, or the animals gonna turn against yeah. y'all, is shit gonna be planes are crashing down from the sky? Like, here's the thing. I think off top, whatever the fuck happens in the world, the animals will know way before we do, because the animals are still connected to nature by fucking law, nigga. <laughs> like, they're out there. This shit, yo, if the wind don't blow the way that it blow every fucking year that these niggas have been alive, they're going to know, nigga. The deer's going to be the first. Deer's for whatever. The only time a deer is stupid is when there's lights in front of him. Oh, man. Other than that, the niggas be like, they be looking around. Y'all can't see me. Well, y'all can see me looking around. Facts. Um, But they really, what what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I I think that um, the deer, I understood. That felt. Apropos in the moment The flamingos in the pool Threw me off a little bit I was like How did these get here In fucking Upstate New York Or Long Island They, they weren't upstate It was on Long Island But still like How did flamingos Just end up in my pool bro They could have came from the zoo Shit And They they was looking for water <laughs> If you're um Going back to the beginning A, a little bit So Early in the film, shit, when the, the shit opens, Julia Roberts, 
Um, her character, I think her name was like Amanda or something like that. She goes up to her husband, who's played by Ethan Hawke. He's in bed, and she basically tell him, get up. We got to pack. We going out of town this weekend. He like, what the fuck? She like, I got us an Airbnb. We need some time to unwind, relax. The kids will love it. It's a great house. We going to chill out. Was she cheating? With Mahershala or just in general? In general. It just feels She weak. got a little close to Mahershala. For sure. It just felt like... Why'd you get up? Why'd you do this shit today of all days? Like it felt like it just felt weird. So every one of them, specifically her, Mahershal Ali, and his daughter, played by I blank on her name. I think it's like Mahala something. She is the lead actress on a show that I love, and I've told y'all about on uh, this podcast before. It's called Industry. It's on HBO Max. It's two seasons. A third one will be coming out next year. Um, or later this year. Um, it's fucking phenomenal. They call it a millennial succession. Because it's about finance. Yeah. yeah. Mahala uh, Harold. Um, she is amazing. She's a really good actress. And on industry, she will frustrate the shit out of you. Because um, she does such a phenomenal job on that show. But she's also a shady little selfish motherfucker. Um, anyway. Spend some time on her Instagram. She's she's kind of odd, too. Like, in like a, in like a random like face piercings type of way. Like what? And she's standing next to a deer. with the deer. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but she's a great actress, and she really does great face acting too. Like when she irritated, you could see the irritation all on her fucking face, dog. Like she very much so had me thinking. All right, she don't fuck with Julia Roberts. Like they're not gonna get along. Yeah, that's tat. But, like, you see kind of the, like, look at these. She got tattoos, like, dog on the bear. She got tattoos, like, like chef. I didn't know I was going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> like, them first uh, Kobe and LeBron tats, like, before they was, like, world-renowned, nigga. Like, uh, got your first little 17-year-old tat. This not, not going to work. That ain't the look. It's not for me. <laughs> That's not for me. But, um. Jesus Christ. No, all three of them heard. Mahershala and uh, Julia Roberts all had sort of a like, like a what do they know? Like, that's kind of what I kept asking myself. Like, what are they not saying, right? Because, like, even him, he was kind of, him and her was talking about, like, his client. She cripping? Oh, she might be throwing up big C's out here. That shit might be it. It's the second picture. I, I, I'm uninterested now. <laughs> Yo, we going to do a... a 10 minute pod for Patreon where Jay just spend time on a chick Instagram and we see how he react live. Yo, yo, that's a video only joint. Mm-hmm. Green screen the whole nine. Big fan. Yeah, no, we're going to go right through the grams because having a live, I'm not interested in getting yeah. off. And all y'all got to do yeah. is do the, rec- like, oh, my yeah. nigga. Yeah, no, that's the thing. That's the thing. Remember where y'all heard it first. Um, since niggas is out here stealing voice notes, we coming up with other shit. Y'all niggas be on my dick so bad. Man. Uh, Nigga, spin on my dick. Nigga, you love, love my, my style. style. Anywho, um, so at the top of the film, when she say, "Yo, I'm getting ready to fucking pack," we going to the woo woo woo, and then they get there, and something happens right in the very first scene when they hop in the car. I noticed Julia Roberts on her phone. Then they pan. The husband turns up the radio. Then they pan to the back seat. The son is playing his video game. 
Then they switch over. The daughter's watching Friends on her iPad. And instantly, I was like, yo, everybody on some form of technology. Nobody's in the fucking moment right now, bro. I mixed up this movie and the Mark Wahlberg movie um, on Apple TV. Because he had to leave right right then and get everybody on in the car for a trip because of some some spy shit. That's why I was oh, like, oh, the yo. new Mark Wahlberg joint, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's why I was like, yo, why did she have to do it that day? And that was that was two totally different things. Got you, got you. The family totally plan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was two totally different things. Which, decent movie, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was early on in the scene or in the film. I saw the use of technology from everybody. All four of them are not paying attention to one another. They all. Doing their own thing, and then slowly throughout the early parts of the movie, everybody's technology starts breaking down, right? Radios and TVs ain't working, phones ain't working, games ain't working, internet ain't working. You got some walkie-talkies? Uh, yeah, I have two. Yeah. I have, a, I have a pair. So, um, I, yeah. I suggest y'all just invest in some walkie-talkies. And some batteries. That'll, it'll save your whole shit. Walkie talkies and batteries with a good range though. Don't buy no cheap shit. Yeah, you got to be in the same room. Shit, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like some like, long range walkie talkies. Go to an actual like military store. They got the joint right on Telegraph. Go to Amazon or that. <laughs> and you can get busy. Then one dog on Telegraph will get you the walkie talkie. They got the gun in that bitch. You get your shit off and you can shoot them niggas. So FY. Um, when Mahershala and them come to the door, right? You got the kids upstairs doing what they do. Wife and a husband down playing Jenga. They having a nice little moment. They relaxing. It's feeling good, right? And then the fucking doorbell knocks. In that moment, out in the fucking corner of Long Island, where it's a house every, you know, 100 yards or so, do you open that fucking door? Because that's some scary shit. They got a tuxedo on. True. <laughs> but I feel that like. Fit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, like, if like, oh, a- you had that tailored. If yeah. it's a scam, you're going to go to Macy's or some shit and throw some shit on. Like, you're off the rack ass nigga. Yeah. yeah. That looked like it fit. And if, like he was shocked. And she know yeah. what a good suit looked like. If you're going to serial kill me, tailor your shit. Don't off the racks like kill me, bro. I'm not with that. Now let me ask you this. Okay. How quick would you got the niggas out your fucking house? Um, If I'm Mahershala? Yeah. Here's the thing. Y'all can sleep wherever y'all sleeping tonight. Me and my daughter going to go to this little whatever, uh, the little uh, mother-in-law suite. And then in the morning, y'all can either leave or y'all can go to the mother-in-law suite. But this is my house. No, I'd no, give no, y'all no. tonight. No, 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 no. You can take that shit up with Airbnb in the morning. For right now, y'all got to get the fuck on. I'll call the police, do whatever the fuck. I got a pistol on me. Y'all can leave. This is my house. Yeah. Because at the end of the day... Fuck all that other shit. You can get the fuck out of my house. I can cancel and get you niggas out here for any reason. You know yeah. what? Noise pollution. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. I heard y'all playing Jenga. That nigga say, listen, I'll give you y'all money like, back. <laughs> yo, so did you peep the uh, underplay for the overlay? He laid out. That nigga was like, I mean, we can discuss a refund. Da, da, da. Then that nigga, like, as they kept talking, he was like, I could give you half. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, give them people they fucking money, dog. But um, this is my house. Yeah, yeah. So, I will say because of how Mahershala was talking in the beginning, it felt like he was fast talking. It felt like he was just saying so many words that if you weren't really because also what I liked about this, there was a giant elephant in the room. 
you know how I know how this looks and how it sounds. Yeah. Even though this is my shit, I just walked up on a whole white family. I know y'all don't think I own this shit. Yeah. And I'm I'm talking like you ever been right and you sound like you lying. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, no, baby. I, I mean, I literally just stop for gas. And yeah. You know how to. What if you spill gas on yourself, man, and you come home? Who, why you fucking? Because man, I forget which comedian, which somebody said, yo, if you come home smelling like pussy, sp- spray some gas on yourself, uh, and you be like, oh, I spray gas. You could literally just <laughs> the little thing one thing, pump. yeah, a little pump. But anywho, like when you telling the truth and it sound like a lie, like, yeah, nigga. He just he sounded full of shit because of the moment, right? Um, it's so random and so out the blue. Why didn't you call? Phones ain't working. And it's like, because none of the things that she was trying to, Julia Roberts, when I say she, that she was trying to rationally ask, like none of those questions, all her questions, the initial question made sense. The follow-up was always a tinge of racist. But the initial questions all made sense. And his response, all ma- yo, I ain't called because the phones is down, which you know. You're aware. Hey, I couldn't send you an email because the internet's down, which you know. You're aware. So it's like. She might want to be the gardener. In the tux. Nigga, you see these shoes? And and my, my daughter got a ball gown on. Come on, my nigga. Like, don't play with me, dog. But also thought for as maybe overtly cautious as she was being. Ethan Hawke's character was being a little too fucking giddy, right? Like, you you was too wide open to just be like, oh, yeah, come in, have a drink, sit down. Because, like, you the type of nigga that's going to get us killed. Like, it got, we got to find, we going back to what we was just talking about. It can't be one, like, either A or B. Like, sometimes it's a fucking C. Like, you can have a third option, bro. And he was being a little too, like, it was almost like he was overcompensating because they black and he didn't want to seem racist. And his daughter wasn't. His daughter wasn't for it. Nigga, this our house. Yeah. Now, she was with all the smoke. Like, and she she kept picking up on all them little some shots you were sending at me. Facts. Why the fuck we in the basement of our own fucking house, Dad? Come on. And, and those conversations with her and her father made me think, oh, yeah, for sure. He live here. Yeah. And she also, not only did she have, like, that sort of, like, hey, I'm picking up on all the little racist shots that she throwing at us and shit. She also had that, like, we got more money than y'all, nigga. Like, like you beneath, like where y'all live at? Like oh. you, bro. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that nigga said, oh, she was looking at a crib there for when she graduated. <laughs> like, damn, nigga. Oh, broke ass. Like, oh, you know, cost saving. <laughs> 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 Yo, your fucking house that you got with your family Yo, and shit. That nigga Ethan Hawk said, bed She was like, um, no, they call that Harbor Town now, or whatever the fuck word she used. Yeah. They, it was like, nigga, it's bed It's Biggie. Grew up there. I know what bets they call. They called Harlem East Manhattan or some yeah, shit. Now, like, like nigga, it's Harlem. Nigga. Like it's Bedford one, Stuyvesant, the liveest. Nigga, it's one forty seconds. I know who. That's where there, Cam man. was at. <laughs> All right, hang on. We got um, we got another voice now from the guy third member of the pod, Rob Silva. Want to see what my guy thought about? Yo, this I don't want. I don't want to be in New York City when the end of the world comes. Where you want to be? Like, what's ideal? Uh, Michigan. I feel like Michigan's the greatest place for like all things. Right? Nigga, we got farms, we got cities, we got we got everything in Michigan. Like the ground ain't gonna move, a tornado not coming. Nine through. out of ten tornadoes are gonna hit areas where the populace isn't like the largest, right? It ain't coming down in the city nine out of ten times. Nah. Uh-uh. As long as that end of the world is April through 
September. <laughs> oh, so that. <laughs> but like, I think so. Not that it's a fear, but I think water is the most powerful thing in the world. Um, Fresh water, and we have civilization in the country is right by water. Yeah, over half of the physical land space of the country, no one lives there. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, there are so many. Think about all the fucking natural disasters that happen globally. Most of the most horrific ones, water. Tsunamis and hurricanes and, and floods and all. It'd be water. Ocean. Yeah. Like it's we water. We river. Ain't no, hopefully, yeah. ain't, no, uh, ain't no hurricane coming off the Detroit River. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, somebody... Not getting into what y'all niggas be saying about the river. Anyway, Rob, what up? What's up, fellas? Before you even see the movie Leave the World Behind, you look at the cast. You have an all-star cast of legends. You have two-time Oscar winner Mahashala Ali. You have uh, Ethan Hawke, who has been nominated a few times for an Oscar. You have... Kevin Bacon, who was one of the most underrated actors of my lifetime. Since I first saw him in Footloose in 1983-84, 40 years of acting excellence, both on television and in the movies. And, of course, you have probably in my lifetime the single biggest female actress box office star in the history of my lifetime in Julia Roberts. Now, she's not the best actress. I'm giving that to Meryl Streep, and Meryl Streep by leaps and bounds, in my opinion, is the greatest actress of my lifetime, if not of all time. Oh, God. But as far as being a star, being a leading lady, no one in my lifetime has done it more and more consistently than Julia Roberts. Then you have the creator of Mr. Robot, the writer, director, and creator of Mr. Robot, Mr. Robot, write and direct this movie, Leave the World Behind. So you have all of that, an amazing soundtrack. By the way, things come full circle. You have the opening scene, Joey Badass song. Sam Esmail wrote and directed this movie, and he was the creator of Mr. Robot, and he gave Joey Badass his first acting role on Mr. Robot. Things come full circle. Anyway, you have, an ingre- you have the ingredients and the formula for a fantastic movie, and God damn it, this was a fantastic movie. The writing and directing by Sam Esmail off the charts. The acting by the aforementioned actors and actresses that I mentioned. Kevin Bacon only appeared on the screen for what, five minutes? He killed all five minutes. Mahashala Ali is one of the best actors in Hollywood, period. He has bodied every single role I've seen him in since Moonlight. He was phenomenal on Luke Cage as Cottonmouth. He was phenomenal on True Detective. He, he's won his two Oscars. He's great in everything. Ethan Hawke is one of the most underrated actors of my lifetime. Um, he's 
just tremendous, just tremendous. Julie Roberts is Julie Roberts, and the young woman, uh, what's her name, Mahila, Mikaela, who played Mahashala Ali's daughter, she was tremendous. The little girl that played Julie Roberts, Ethan Hawke's uh, daughter, she's got a great future ahead as an actress. She's she was she was phenomenal in this movie. This movie was great. This movie. Um, seemed to me to be very realistic on how America can be destroyed by cyber by cyber attacks. Jay, you're the technology snob, the tech expert here on this week of culture. Would love to hear. Do you think this is fathomable that this could actually occur the way that the United States was being attacked? Do you think that this is feasible? Can this occur? In your opinion, Big Big J, um, I'm going to sit back and I can't wait to listen to you guys break down this movie. For all you people on social media that claim this movie was trash, you're fucking trash. This movie was <laughs> phenomenal. And one last question. No, actually two questions. First question is, I know the little girl survived. Do you think the rest, both families survived? Do you think um, the men and the son and the the women, do you think they survived? And if so, do you see a possible sequel that Netflix can um, produce and bring back next year or later this year? You guys sit back and enjoy. You guys out there listening, sit back and enjoy because these guys are about to give you a golden review of a golden movie. Peace and blessings. Peace, Rob. Man. Yes. This can happen on purpose. And it can happen by accident. Solar Flare wiping us the fuck out. For a long time. Right. It's wiping our infrastructure out for a long time. Quick little Solar Flare. Your car ain't going to work. And yes, I got an electric car, but your shit ain't going to work either. It's just how it is. All yeah. of our cars got computers in them. Yeah. Like, they control damn near everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you're not getting no gas from the gas station without the without the electric pumps. This is not mm-hmm. the old school where you can, like, so, when there's a power outage, you don't, I, I can't get any power, and you can't get no gas. Yeah. The pumps are all electronic. Like, we wipe the fuck out with a solar flare or EMP, blast, which is, I got a couple Faraday cages, you know what I'm saying? When that text message shit was going around other the, the couple yep, weeks ago, yep. months ago, I went and got one, <clears throat> went a bit just to see if it was going to work. Yeah. And it do. So I'm getting the, um, they have bigger ones, you know what I'm saying? Like book bags and stuff you can put certain shit in. So if, if something happens, you're like, you're protected inside of it. Yeah. It's like enemy of the state when dude made his homemade <laughs> Faraday cage. You don't need to buy anything like that, but like when they'll drop that motherfucking phone inside that little bag, mm-hmm. nigga, that shit is that's in my car right now. Uh, Ain't nothing happening. Uh, like I'm calling my phone, it's ringing, put that bitch in the bag. Zoop. Done. Like, um, yes, it can happen, probably will happen. Solar flares happen on this planet all the time. Uh we are a blip on the evolutionary. So here's the thing, right? Um 
Mahershala started out saying like, yo, this is probably like some hackers, some little teenage hackers. The reason he started there is because we see that happen quite too often. There are people in this world savvy enough to tap into the one or two things that need to be tapped into to shut all this shit down. Nigga, nuclear is there is around the world, not America, the world. Nuclear launch codes and missiles and everything set up on regular Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. Like regular Wi-Fi. Uh, like a nigga can hack regular Wi-Fi. It's uh, not a certain super duper si- mm-hmm. regular Wi-Fi a nigga can launch. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. But it's... Technology is a gift and a curse. Um, it's a gift because the advancements that we've seen... In the 20th and 21st centuries have been fucking insane, right? The things we're able to do right now, some for matters of convenience, some just technological evolution. It's fucking brilliant, right? But then it's also like we start to get to the point where we're so codependent on certain technologies. So me and you are from like a unique era, right? Where we were kind of on the cusp. Of things moving from manual to automatic, right? For sure. Um, there are certain people who are like older and don't don't understand some of the technologies, and then you have a certain group of folks who are younger just didn't experience it, and they didn't experience it. Ain't they fault? They just didn't go through it. And me and you are kind of in that middle group. Again, you need the fucking middle, dog. That's the theme of this episode. You need the middle. Here's an example. They've been hacking us in the last couple of years. All them fucking train derailments was China. Yeah. They they was derailing trains. Like the I forget which oil company was. They they hacked the fucking the, the oil rig oh. and they paid the ransom for it. Yeah. And then they turned it back on once you gave me my fucking money. It it happens. Yeah. It happens often. But we don't always associate it with technology, right? We associate shit with war and with this and with that. And it's like, no, at the end of the day, I that's a like, tech. Within the last year, like a twelve-year-old like brought something down, recently, mm. like something major. Damn, what did he hack? <laughs> That's funny. Damn, what did he hack? Um, why you think? Let me rewind that question. Oh yeah, twelve-year-old hacked the Pentagon. That oh. was in. <laughs> oh, it's nothing. That was in twenty eighteen. It's nothing. Um. It was just something recently that like a it, it turned out like a twelve year old did this shit. I can't think of it, but a, but a twelve year old hacked the Pentagon. That's fucking crazy. That was twenty eighteen. Do you think? So you know, Mahershala was talking about his clients and what he does for a living and all that shit. And he was like, one of them who's like you know the top one percent in the fucking world. He the wealthiest of the wealthy. Um, and he was you know kind of joking with me about a fucking cabal that runs everything, right? And then he he goes on to mention like yo when he brought that up like nigga wasn't joking no more <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, like was, all that that's, that that smiley shit was yeah, out the window no nah, that that shit got a little serious right like he talking about this fucking cabal that runs everything this was 2021 11 year old hacker stole billions of dollars from a Swiss bank Jesus <laughs> niggas be too smart bro but if you're of the 
the generation that was raised on this shit, right? And you didn't know no better. You might be one of the motherfuckers that, hey, I know how to hack into it because I was brought up on this. Toy Road hack Bud White, Bud Light's website. I need that. He ain't sent no bruise. At least a fruit bruise. Nah. Oh, that's what it was. A 12 year old hacked the GTA trailer. The GTA trailer that dropped a couple yeah. weeks ago it, that set records or whatever. Mm. He hacked it and dropped it on Twitter himself. Yeah. They made him, they, they snatched it, made him take him down. And then, like a couple hours later, they officially released it because it wasn't supposed to drop that day. It was yeah. supposed to drop a couple days later. But like a 12 year old hacked that shit. Yeah. It's crazy. It's fucking insane, dog. But you're talking about again people who were He's eighteen, I'm sorry. Built and bred on technology, nigga. <laughs> like they may know certain shit that it's just like, yeah, dog, for them this comes easy. But now I don't have to I don't have the AI do it for me. Yeah. Also that. I'll tell it what to do. It'll compute the 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 the, the, the compu- it get the computers puting. And they gotta pew for me. Computers gotta pute. That's that's the if I ain't learned nothing else from this movie, it's that computers got a pew. Now, I'm not 100% sure what the fuck was going on, but, like, I know when I see a, a, a fucking ocean line coming from the shore, I'm getting the fuck up. It's um, not stopping, my nigga. And why would it stop here? Something else to look out for. You mentioning that the ocean liner um, reminded me. They were doing something in this film with the color blue. I don't know what, but I noticed it on a second watch. So to start out, the very first wall you see right in the opening scene where Ethan Hawke sleep, the wall behind their bed is blue. blue. Then they get in the car, the car is blue. Then when they're at the beach, literally every single fucking thing on that beach was blue or had blue in it. They got the bathing suits, the umbrellas, the beach chairs, everything was fucking blue. And then the ocean liner coming toward them, red. We know what red signals, right? Danger, evil, threatening. It's Republicans. The, yeah, the, all that. All <laughs> that. All that. But then it's like, in this fucking... Here comes this big-ass red and black ocean liner. This big, evil-looking, dangerous-ass ocean liner coming toward the beach. And everybody's in fucking blue having a happy, good-ass time, dog. It was... I, I see the signaling. And then throughout the movie, it was just other moments Airplanes where, Airplanes like, falling out the sky. Yeah. I can, I can get all that. If GPS and everything is up, but, like... Airplanes falling out the sky and crashing in the same spot yeah. is weird. Yeah. Um, animals doing all that shit is weird. So I thought about that too, the same spot shit, right? So the plane or the planes crashed on the same beach that the ocean liner was coming toward. So I'm like, okay, what's drawing them there? Like The same thing that was drawing the fucking Teslas to a very specific spot. Because the Teslas just backed up because we was just crashing into each other. Ain't nobody moving them out the way. So eventually, this is gonna stretch miles long, nigga. But something's the, drawing all this shit here, right? And was so, they haven't made it there yet? Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, what is that? Yeah. Uh, um. And like, even when uh when Julia Roberts asked Marshall Ali, like, yo, so it was a blackout in the city. So y'all came all the way out to Long Island. Like, wouldn't you have been better off in the city, motherfucker? Like, that nigga, like, nah, fam, I couldn't walk up fourteen flights of stairs. My knee. Yeah, I'd have been like, Marjorie, get out. <laughs> also, I'm not walking up 14 flights of stairs when I can just go to this my nice place. Out Here's here. the thing. 
because um, she was like, it probably took y'all longer to get out here than it would have for the blackout team. Yeah, while I was sitting down in my nice plush. I was talking about Bentley, nigga. What the fuck is you talking about? I rather, and my daughter drove. Now what? How nigga? about you get your ass in that minivan that y'all got and go the fuck on? <laughs> minivan was blue. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> no, but uh, this was one of the movies that I just, I thought it was very now, right? This was a very appropriate film for what we be seeing current day. Um, the use of technology, the overuse, like even like with the daughter, right? She trying to watch the fucking last episode of Friends, the series finale, and like was like obsessively upset over it when the fucking internet went down. Like some of these motherfucking technologies have us like that. Adults, men, women, children, like we all be kind of under that same spell of dependency where, hey, if shit went down, do you know how to fucking have resolve? Watching this movie, I was like, the movie is very relatable to me. 100%. I'm Kevin Bacon. You're not coming in, my nigga. That's what, look. Because, like, I don't give a fuck if he had a tux on with the uh, Frank Lucas coat. Mahershala Ali was never coming in that I'm house. My nigga, um, I work for you. We're not friends. Yeah. Like, you pay me to do work. Um, your man's bleeding from the mouth. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the fuck is going on. He did, didn't he? He ultimately gave in for enough money. Yeah, but like, what the fuck? That is- nigga said eventually we would work out a barter system. <laughs> nigga, Ethan Hawke was like, I mean, the barter system still money. <laughs> nigga, like, saying a barter, nigga, a barter is for favors. Yeah, well, the barter, like, I don't know how much money is worth. Yeah, the money only worth something for like the first month. Yeah. Until niggas re- re- really recognize, oh, the power not coming back on? Man. So what the fuck is this piece of paper going to do for me when I need something to eat? Yeah. You got something to eat. Like, y'all act like y'all don't know why people bought toilet paper. Yeah. Like, nigga, you wipe your ass every fucking day. And if we going through a worldwide pandemic, we, we were scared as shit. Yeah. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. Everybody thought the fucking girl, because they tell us in three days the grocery store going to be empty. Yeah. Right? So, w- niggas don't. Niggas wanted to wipe their fucking ass for a long time. Y'all know why they bought toilet paper. Right. Here's the thing. Y'all all know why they bought toilet paper. What we didn't know is why y'all are reselling toilet paper for fucking $100 a pack, nigga. Like, everybody trying to hustle up some fucking basic necessities, which lets me know human nature is shit. Um, y'all niggas was standing in the line at the Costco, and the people was driving up in the fucking van with all the shit that they ordered. From fucking Costco.com And like, the idea that like If you really think this shit We about to go into a, a A situation where we really need this Yeah Why are you selling it for money? Yeah Yeah Cause what you gonna do with this money? Like I don't know Currency gets weird At the end of the world Right Um We seen a Denzel movie When he was blind Denzel joint? Yeah. Uh, Book of Eli? Book of Eli. Yeah, yeah. You saw uh, what that nigga, you got batteries? Yeah. You got an iPod? Yeah. Nigga, I can listen to music? Yeah. Because what you going to listen to music on when everything is digital? Nigga, you got to give me something. A tape player in 2024 when the power is off yeah. is everything, my nigga. You got to give me something worthwhile when money ain't worth nothing. Like, because in real life, money isn't worth anything. Fam. You you use money to buy experiences and food and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. But the money itself ain't worth nothing. Ain't worth a fucking That shit damn, about man. real as Bitcoin is. Come on, man. Yo, you remember uh what was the 
the NDAs, the NRAs, NFTs, the NFTs, Yo, all this Bitcoin shit. Yeah, y'all niggas was buying fake shit. Yeah, it's a scam, and then selling it like it's legitimately a scam. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a 2024 Ponzi scheme, and I know what you're saying because you into Bitcoin and all other shit. You do not make money. Until somebody else puts money in mm-hmm. and you sell yours, mm-hmm. that is a pyramid, my nigga. My nigga, have you ever seen anybody use the Bitcoin ATM at the store? Ever, ever. Y'all treating Bitcoin like, like at this point, Bitcoin is a stock, Facts. right? Because y'all, your whole claim to fame was we gonna be trading this, yeah, and we gonna use this to buy stuff, but you yeah. ain't never bought nothing with it, and you only literally act like it's a commodity. So niggas told me uh, the Bitcoin was finna take over the dollar. Okay, boy, if your dollar, your, the dollar's dead, uh, nigga, it's still worth a dollar today. <laughs> I got twenty five dollars on my dresser. Yes, I'm about to get paid. <laughs> um, but no, dog. I I thought too watching this movie. Uh, so the book "Leave the World Behind" was written in twenty or published in twenty twenty. Oh really? Ironic ass year for that to drop, right? Oh, I didn't know. Oh, hey. so it might be the Airbnb. So it might have been right, but um, and I want to read the book. Like I want to, I I read some excerpts, but I want to read the whole shit. But for that book to have been published during that year is very fucking interesting. Dog no, whistle. Because here's the thing: sometimes they put this shit right in your face and don't say a fucking word. It's well, just there, my nigga. I put it out. For the people who was looking for the message, come on now, uh. come on now. Uh. I'm gonna tell you in front. I'm, I'm, yo, for people who understood, y'all know what time it is. Y'all gotta. It's time, my nigga. Leave, leave the world behind, my yeah. nigga. Go. And yo, some shit don't gotta be the fucking world's deepest meaning, dog. Like, <laughs> on the, some, the meaning is in the title. Look on some very simple shit, yo. Y'all whole world is fucking technology, nigga. Leave the world behind. So if all the technology don't work, <laughs> yo, you leaving your world behind. In my you opinion, talk. the most technologically advanced uh, civilization that was on the face of the earth Mayans. was the ancient Egyptians. Um, and all we, all we got left is rocks, my nigga. Yeah. We got rocks. And we trying to, we got rocks and and Pictionary <laughs> Trying to figure out What the fuck was going on I don't know bro <laughs> I don't know I don't know But um It's it's funny because If you strip Everything down to its core Right You strip Fucking technology And communication All this shit down to its core And you just leave Fucking humans here We wouldn't know what to do Which is why that's so scary Right Or Can you imagine this Well yeah you can't imagine it Cause I'm about to say it In 2024 no, I can't imagine that. We have Tesla with the robot. Yeah. Google just announced their robot. Yeah. I posted some shit on my story yesterday with the robots. And we got self-driving cars and Bluetooth and all this crap, all this shit. In 2024, mm-hmm. there are groups of people in the Amazon and different places in the world who never seen none of that shit. Yeah. Who are living off the grid. No shoes. They live off the land. Yep. They have never seen an iPhone. Like it doesn't exist to them. Yeah. At the same time in history, we have ultra ultra advanced technology, everything, and these people 
who have no idea about any of that shit, yeah. first time seeing a white man. Like, yo, look at his hair. They laughing at the nigga hair. Yeah. I watched the video like last week. They laughing at his hair and they touching it like how white people touch our fuck hair. Is that? They're yeah. like, what the fuck is that? Why yeah. he look that way? Like that exists at the same time. Yeah. On some end of the world shit, they're gonna be straight. Nothing about their life changes. Nah. Cause I'm not depending on this shit. <laughs> Nothing about their like, life changes. So when we look back and find some old civilization, yeah. and we be like, "Yo, people here was cavemen. They was they yeah. was doing hunter gatherer stuff. Maybe they were, but on this side of the world, Man. what if they was flying cars? The we same, got airplane. They never seen an airplane, my nigga. The same way that that we said the animals gonna be the first to know. It ain't because they're animals. It's because they still live off the earth. They know the earth." We have gotten so far away from the fucking earth, nigga. Like, we not paying attention to the universe, dog. You know how you can feel when some shit is off? Mm-hmm. Animals know that shit, too. Some, I don't know how. Umar knows when it's 6 o'clock on the dot every fucking day. Yeah. He know. I'll be up at 5.55, 5.57. Yeah. At 6 o'clock on the dot, that nigga starts walking to my bedroom. It is. How the fuck you know it's 6 yeah. o'clock, nigga? We just had a time change. But some, so humans, right, we're so unaware sometimes. We forget that other species are really in tune with certain shit, right? Because, um, again, Umar ain't consumed with technology, nigga. We, we actively distract ourselves from the thing that our body does. Yeah, all certain, the natural shit. Now I know you. Sometimes you have trouble sleeping and shit. Yeah, so facts. this may not be the exact same thing for you, but yeah. like someday, nigga, my body would just wake me up when I'm about to be late for work. Yeah, like facts. It knows that my nigga. You know, you used to be up by this time, and I wake and you up. Just have a moment. It's like, oh shit, panic. I wake up. In the, the exact amount of time I need to wake up to, yeah, or yeah. you know, and it'll be on the last minute, but it's enough time yeah. for you to get. Or yeah. like you just wake up around the same time. Your body just be knowing. Yeah, man. yeah. I I think human nature in 2024, we've gotten so far away from the nature part of that, um, and all the natural things that our bodies do to warn us, right? All the natural signals that our body, even like internally, right? We don't pay attention to when we sick, nigga. Your body, your fucking head been hurting for a week but you think that's regular oh, i just got a little headache nigga and it's like nah that shouldn't have lasted this long yeah. um you you keep sneezing you keep coughing like it's certain little signals that we don't pay attention to that are obvious so the shit that ain't as obvious right um mother i i remember when uh we was in high school one of my best friends he had just broken i think his knee um right before i met him that had happened and when i met him you know, he ain't he ain't healing no more. Like it's good. He off the crutches. He back walking normally. I wouldn't have known none the wiser, right? And then every time it was about to rain, that nigga would always start with like, dog, my knee hurting like a motherfucker. Next thing you know, big ass thunderstorm coming through. It's my grandma. And it's like them type of signals. It's like we don't pay attention to. When I, when you younger, because we was outside. Yeah. Like. In the summertime, like literally, nigga, go outside. Yeah, you can smell when it's about to rain. Facts, like it smells Facts. different. One hundred percent. You ever, you ever looked at your fucking uh, phone and looked at the weather app, and it says one thing, and you like prepare your day around that one thing, and then you go outside and the complete opposite happens, nigga. Probably like, um, what day was that? What did I do that? Was that Saturday? Or was that Friday? One of these days where yeah. I, I looked at the weather app and it said it wasn't going to rain until like Thursday and I went and got a car wash. Yeah. Um, and then it, and then it, it rained. rained the next day. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, that was, 
a couple weeks ago, I feel like. Oh, matter of fact, no. When uh, when me and Shorty was in Mexico after the wedding Thursday, um, we was down there and legit looking at our phone while we're in the room watching it rain, and it says it's not gonna rain today. Like partly cloudy, partly sunny. No chance of rain whatsoever. And I'm watching it actively like typhoon outside the fucking window. Also, niggas make weather too. So, I mean, there's on. that part. Come on, man. But that's the sort of like dependency that we have on technology, right? Because had I not looked at my phone, I also would have noticed like, hey, the clouds is dark as fuck out here. Hey, it smells like it's going to rain out here. Hey, the temperature is real muggy out here right now. Like it's certain little cues that I just would have picked up on. And would have been like, yeah, it's going to rain today. But when I looked at my phone and it said it wasn't going to rain, I was content. That was good enough for me, nigga. So to see the rain was shocking. And I ignored all the fucking natural cues that was happening outside the window. Um, I think Leave the World Behind, a lot of the flack that it got is from the ending. Damn, Ja. Shit. Because they want to. Oh, shit. Here you go. Oh, that's from the other night. All right, I'm thinking that was a but like clip of the shit happening. They yeah. don't because the reason I say I'm Kevin Bacon, yeah, is um, I'm the weird nigga. I'm the overreacting nigga. I'm the everything. And then as soon as some shit hit the fan, you coming to me for help? Yeah, you're not coming in here. Yeah, I prepared myself. You laughed at me. I'm not doing it. Yeah, um, you paid me. I helped you out. And then at the end, look like you about to go take my shit. Yeah, yeah, like. You got that one little You're not taking my shit My nigga nah. It's not You're not cut like that Yeah I'm, I'm, I'm willing um, to do anything For me and my family I'm very much so On the side of Whenever the world ends It's just gonna end Right um, No matter what type of panic Warning Any of that type shit Like It's gonna just go off Like one day It's just gonna get dark On you motherfuckers Right So when niggas was mad At the ending of this I was like Fam that might have been The most realistic ending Of a movie I've ever seen nigga. You don't know when you, you just gonna It's going off Shit just gonna go off It's just gonna go dark On you niggas one day And that's gonna be The end of that And it's gonna be Nothing to talk about And ain't nobody Coming to save you Nobody's about to Explain this nope. shit Called End of life yeah. uh, to you uh, and It's like, just gonna go off It's the greatest metaphor of all That's what I loved about how it kind of prepared For that ending right Cause you see all the shit leading up to that moment Where the shit just goes off Fam no broadcast can't get through Ain't no TV ain't no lights Ain't no uh, internet ain't no radio Like Gil Scott Heron is telling the fucking truth Come on man The revolution will not be televised It won't be televised once the power go out, fuck your tweets, nigga. When this shit is over, it's going to be over, and it's just going to end. And you're not going to get the warning that you niggas want to be fucking babysat into the end of the world. Nigga, like, yo, here, let me let me coddle you into the end of the world. No, nigga. It's just going to end. It's over. And I think the film depicted that really fucking well. Now, with the suspense that they built up, I know a lot of y'all wanted to be spoon-fed the why, right? Like, the what. Everybody wanted the what. But once it's time for you to leave the world behind, do you even give a fuck? Why? Come on, man. Nigga, we got the black folks. You see somebody running, you run too. Yeah. Right? You give a fuck why? I ask why later, man. Always ask why later, dog. We've been in survival mode our whole fucking existence on this earth. So, yeah, I'll figure it out later, dog. Um, look, I like this movie. I thought it was a very good movie. I thought it was a stellar cast. I thought they made... A real, real good use of a limited set. Um, this shit was only shot in maybe four or five different places, like max. Um, 
I would have loved yeah. to get a, a a little bit more about some of this shit or some more background on the family because that just for me just extends the experience. Yo, once a nigga teeth start falling out, like all of them. Oh yeah, no, nah, that's a wrap. Y'all got to get the fuck out my house. Here's the thing, bro. Now it's airborne. Now, now we, now it's a, like I don't. What is what's going on that all of your teeth fall out? Going back to COVID, because his teeth didn't just start falling out. He was coughing. Yeah. And then he threw up that black shit. And then them teeth started coming out. Get the fuck on, my nigga. Yeah, dog. Going back to COVID, you niggas been coughing for three years, and I ain't looked at none of y'all the same. 2020 started the, the evolution of me looking at y'all coughs weird. I ain't going to lie. A few of y'all is doing a little bit too much cough in the day. Right now. In 2024. I ain't loving it, dog. Um, Didn't post it. Now I'm going to post it because it's fucking appropriate. But I got a draft on Facebook. I said a few of you niggas is doing a lot of throat clearing out this motherfucker. And I'm not loving it. Not like it's a lot of ums out here, and I'm not digging the ums, nigga. Y'all doing a little bit too much of that shit, and I see you and I hear you, and I'm avoiding you because you got something. Leave you won't go the get cough check. behind, yeah, man. Nigga. Leave the cough behind, uh, leave the teeth behind, That's and crazy. uh, yo, man, check yo, out this film if you haven't already. Yo. I know what I'm not doing. What's that? Once I pull one tooth out, pulling the remainder and put another tooth out, yeah. the third one I'm not pulling, my nigga. Here's the thing, yo. If they lose, they gonna come out regardless. I learned that in fucking. I'm just elementary. not gonna talk. <laughs> we, I'm drinking no, no, water. No. I'm putting my uh, fucking retainer back in, and now I'm holding all these riches up. Now right. what? Nigga, now let's, what? Let's go to Dunham's, nigga. Yo, on some black mom shit. Why ain't nobody get that man no salt water? Come on, man. You supposed to bend garlic, Warm water, salt. Come on, you supposed to bend garlic, bro. You about to catch everything, nigga. Crazy. Um, yo, man. The fucking one deer scared me, dog. The one like leader deer. I the, didn't like the, it. The little girl scared me too. She was creepy. How did she get Seinfeld though? Yeah, not Seinfeld. Uh, friends. How did she get it? For, like, was she on the internet? Like, how did she get it? Uh because she was watching that motherfucker at the end. Like, she yeah, the only one that won. Was, yeah. Oh, I think Rob asked that in his voice note too. That uh, do we think that both sides? Because you know that split. They went to go, Mahersla and uh, Dog went to go find help with the son and Kevin Bacon. Um, and then uh, Julia Roberts and uh, Mahersla's daughter went to go look for her daughter. Um, do we think that both sides survived? Whatever might have happened, right? Um, I'm going to just say no. And the reason I say that is because the world don't just, like, if the world ends, right? If that's what we supposed if to believe. If the deers pull back up, nigga, they fucking y'all up. That was such an intense scene, man, when they started screaming. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like if the world end over here, it end over here. So even if they was over here and the daughter and them look like they survived, well, no, nah, it'll be like over that soon. On some um, Walking Dead shit, and there's pockets of people everywhere. Also that y'all got fucked up because I, I was we we got the fuck all over in the country. Too many. I don't want to be in no densely populated area when when the world go down. Because if yeah. you try to get on the freeway, everybody's on the freeway. Yeah, all it takes is one. One accident, which is going to happen because someone's going to be overly aggressive driving and that pile up, pile up, pile up. Now everybody is all fucked up. Yeah. I'm straight. Yeah. But it's like, do you, it's one of two things. You either getting ahead of the curve or you got to bunker down. Yeah. But when you bunker down, people going to come out. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Go underground. Hey, man, leave the world behind. I thought it was a fucking really good movie, man. If you didn't enjoy that, man, hopefully watching 
after you listen to this pod, we'll give you some different insight. Um, I'm also check the book out just because, you know, books kind of provide the depth that y'all niggas claimed y'all was missing. Um, I'm gonna see if there's an audio book. Right? James told y'all y'all don't read no more, and that's half the problem. Because if you wanted all this depth and detail, you could have just picked up the book and got whatever you was looking for. So, um, I'm gonna check that out. Uh, but in the meantime, y'all let us know what y'all oh, thought about that. it. Audio book, read the world behind twelve dollars ninety nine cent. Which means I can find it on YouTube for free. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> man. Um, let us know what y'all thought about the film. Let us know what y'all thought about uh, this podcast, man. We will be right back next week with Raising Canaan Reviews. They're going to be back. Oh, there it is. Seven hours. Um, Raising Canaan back this Friday, so we back to the regularly scheduled programming. Uh, also, as I mentioned at the top of the pod, um, a lot of regular TV is about to return, so we finna see you know some of our favorites back on the screen in general, and just get a lot hopefully back going on now that the uh, the strike we're kind of through that moment. So hit us up this week in culture pod at gmail.com this week in culture across all the socials until next episode i'm ant that's j episode 357 we out